4: The whole operation's in shambles already. We're,
5: we're off the We can't get
4: the lighting right in the room. What a mess. Is this the way you guys want it?
5: It's too bright.
3: Like, yeah, it hurts my eyes. I agree.
5: We either look like we have the biggest bags under our eyes, or and our noses luggage. look distorted.
3: Yeah, they don't care how we
4: look. Or
5: I look like I have well, jaundice. I I, there's, every damn day it's different in here.
4: You know, now that we're on the YouTubes, we gotta get the lighting just right. Mm-hmm.
5: It's fine, brave. are very. Is, sweet. That, is
4: this is this where it's supposed to be?
5: No, this I'm looks sorry. We're,
4: we're tuning our instruments during the show. <laughs> <laughs>
5: we're radio people. We, we shouldn't have to care about this.
4: Well, we have to now. We're not just on the radio. I know. Oh, we're on YouTube. We're on makeup podcasts. You look great. You look great. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Everybody no. in here oh, looks your good. Po- Oh, you're. Oh, talking learn. to her. Okay, yeah, you look great.
3: okay.
5: Your hair looks very like I look blown big out, like in a good it way. Oh, yeah. It's very
6: coiffy. Yeah, but you always look good. Your camera, your computer uh, makes camera makes up for lighting.
3: Well, I have a light right above me, so yeah. it just goes well, right down to my scalp. It's
6: okay.
4: Well, ideal. Are you with
3: thinning out a little bit?
4: What's I know that? I am. I'm thinning out a little bit. Your I'm
3: hair? Top, I've always yeah. had thin hair. I have very coarse hair, but it's I don't have a ton I of like folicles. look straight down. Let
4: me see if I could see. Oh, you're, good. you're nice and quaff today. Yeah,
3: but you—I mean, it's always been like this.
5: You want to really ruin my day? Is show me a photo of myself from like ten years ago. I have fine hair. I had a lot of it, and now I have like no hair. I oh, mean, really? I can essentially just—I have like guys, one strand of hair on my head. You had fine but we thick gotta hair. We got to start. Yeah, I had coarse but thin hair. We got to well, start taking care of ourselves. What the hell are you I talking about? What are you guys no, doing? Take
3: I
6: some just, vitamins. You have like a beautiful mane <laughs> hanging. You literally have hair like down it's to your belt line right now. Tease it up. Just one, we gotta just one take big take care strand. of ourselves, guys. I like,
3: like a guy, I, over. I like how the guy with that, with that head of hair over yeah. there. Yeah, you I know. You shut You're your just white. like, What? Oh, what's wrong? I got to pick the vitamins. Yeah, I'm the one with the, <laughs> with I should give you guys advice made if you made yeah. want.
5: Red hair.
4: You hey, never asked me my tricks. My
5: mom is so sexually attracted to King Scott. It's like unreal. Yes. My mom's like, who is the long? Because when I started on the show, she was like trying to get all the boys' names right. She's like, "Who is the gorgeous man with the red hair?" And I said, "That's King Scott." It's
6: actually, brown.
4: Jill. He is so
5: See, cute.
6: And I is- hes taken.
5: I know, Al- I love mom. Yeah.
4: Tell Jill to settle <laughs> down. Yeah. Love you, Jill. <laughs> Mini hugs. Hey, if things don't work out with you and Allison, yeah, mom, all you right. can be
5: my stepfather. Hey, you want to be oh, my kid? You imagine? Oh my God.
6: Hey, you want to be my kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Work with Dad every day. Cool.
6: Yeah, that's good. Things you don't say on a playground. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to be my kid? Yeah, that'll get you on a list.
7: Yeah, I guess For so. Sure. Darn it.
6: Oh. Uh, While well, whole team's back together.
4: Uh, Friday was wonderful. I'm assuming.
5: It was great. Friday <laughs> without
4: me. Friday was fun.
5: Don't ask the guys that we accidentally hung up on. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Was one my fault. One. My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoops.
4: Hey, oh, like trying to know. get two callers on at once. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah, trick. It's, uh, that's
3: a trick we don't know. It's a
4: thing. That's a thing. Didn't realize. Yeah, you know, click the button twice, lock them in. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, hey. I I heard great reviews. Did you? Nice. Yeah. From rotten home. Tomatoes. Oh, rotten tomatoes. tomatoes. Twenty. Uh, um, this was uh. Ninety-eight uh, percent. Ninety ninety percent. Ninety percent fresh. <laughs> fresh. Mm. While sure, I was sure. up in South Bend, Indiana, how was University it? of Notre Dame?
5: Was the drive was good? Cool? Wait, I was talking. We were talking about it on air. Like, what were you talking about with your kids as you drove six Nothing. hours? Nothing. Oh. You just listen to music and
4: drive? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was some excitement, so we left around 4 o'clock on Thursday. So we did the Scott Air Force Base broadcast, uh, and I felt bad. I mean, I had to dip out as soon as as soon as it was over.
3: It's mm-hmm. all good,
5: man. Everybody
3: knew you had
4: to. By the way, Anthony Stalter, me. late.
5: So we were even.
4: So we are supposed to start the broadcast at noon.
5: Oh, that's
3: why. I, okay. See, I never said anything because I thought, you know, you have a tendency to yell at me when I'm like, Hey. What are we doing? Or, you know, what what time are we supposed to be here? Because, you know, I do miss some details here and there. Mm -hmm. I I, I admit that. So we're standing around. It's like 1240. I was like, man, I missed the memo. I thought it was noon, but I'm not going to say anything. It was noon. (laughs) It was noon. Dude, it was 1240 before we got going. It was noon.
4: I had the whole—I had my whole day planned out. Like, we'd start the broadcast at noon, do an hour, spend a little time hanging out with the folks who came to watch the broadcast, shake some hands— Take and, some pictures. And they
3: were all there by noon.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: So it was supposed to start. And it there.
4: was Anthony Stalter who got
3: stinging traffic. Mm. I don't know.
7: We all. I saw all that traffic. Even Jamie Rivers. Jamie Rivers. He's a prompt man. Jamie was there first. Jamie Sir, was there. Is this something we should do next year if this happens? We just go ahead and start right at noon and whoever's late is just going to get it when they walk well, in? Well,
4: I mean, Jamie was the only other representative from the fast lane there.
5: I so I wanted lost. the whole
7: crew to be there. I've seen a sports before. I could have.
5: I had to call Rafe. I'd never been to the Air Force uh, base, and so I got in, and I go, oh, I don't know, I don't know where I'm supposed to go, <laughs> and so I called you, and you're like, ah, you'll be all right. We're still getting set up, and so I was. Yeah, learn wind
4: up in, a, in an F-18. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I
5: like, fly this jet.
2: <laughs> She's
4: in a, in a flight suit with a with a helmet on, as the canopy's <laughs> closing. I'm. Like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> Yeah, you just type in the exchange at Scott Air Force Base. Yes. It takes you right there.
5: That's what our dear friend told me. He goes, just go to the exchange.
4: So, so uh, yeah, we ended the broadcast around 1.40, and I had, a, I had a bounce. I had an hour drive back home.
5: Yeah. And you wanted lost a, an hour,
4: right? I wanted to, you know, grab like a quick 30-minute nap and then grab the kids, you know, as soon as my son got home from school. And then by 4 o'clock, we were on the road, hit the road, and it was a six-hour drive. And then you lose an hour. So at some point when we got to Indiana, uh, the time switched. We went to Eastern Time. So we got there around eleven o'clock.
3: Dang, it's not too bad, but no, it wasn't he, was playing, too, he was playing early, wasn't he?
4: It was uh, no Friday's game was at like noon, so it oh be,
3: okay, that's not be
4: bad. at the, uh, the rink.
3: Yeah, that would like have sucked. Having a having a five thirty game.
4: Yeah, that would have sucked. Uh, but man, walking around that campus, what first of all. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Built in the eighteen, mm-hmm. I want to say eighteen forty. The eighteens. The the eighteens. Mm. I mean, it's like almost uh, some of these places are like uh, Harry Potter.
5: Yeah, yeah.
4: Like Hogwarts.
5: Sorcerer's Stone, <sighs> right over here. That's a good way to good way to describe it.
4: Yeah, and I, I just walking around and seeing where you know the the football team plays. And the kids walking around with their books, ready to go to class. Mm. I feel like I missed out on the university life.
3: Yeah. Every time. Every time I visit one of those big old campuses, especially Yale or different, different ones that look like that. They look like Harry Potter places. I just, I, something inside me goes, man, yeah, this is something that would have been enjoyable. Would have been enjoyable. It would have been a thing. Wasn't for me. Wasn't in the cards.
4: At the time, yeah. Well, my grades were also
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I was on, I'm still on academic probation from St. Louis Community College. So it wasn't in the cards for me. Well
6: <laughs> I think there's a statute of limitations on that, man. Oh, it's funny about that. After because, ten years that drops off your record. That's well, what I yeah, keep yeah. telling myself.
3: It's funny because I did go I did go back and I started taking classes and I wanted to take some online classes. I was on tour at the time and we were Touring with a bunch of metal bands, and it's funny enough. Like when you do these online classes, you have to present, you have to do presentations and yeah, send yeah. them in, and you have to show that you have an audience. So, <laughs> so it was me as the me and the Atreyu and Ezele Dying guys, and I'm turning the computer to a bunch of metalheads, and then back to me and doing the classes. I go through all this thing. I did like two semesters of a whole bunch of classes. Got some more stuff, you know, some more education. Did you get?
4: Did you get credit?
3: I, at the end, I said, okay, cool. So with these credits and the ones that I had from you know when I was 19 and 20. How many do I have now? This And she said, oh, no, no, no. Those expire. The old ones expired. And they didn't tell me. Oh,
4: wow. Until Such after a I, scam.
3: After I had accrued yeah. more.
4: Well, so we went. Uh, kind of a bummer. So yeah. just walking around the campus, I went to the bookstore and uh, saw, like, Rudy's jacket.
5: <laughs> Did the kids Was it tiny? About that? It care? was tiny,
4: yeah. Like, all I was thinking was, you know, obviously, you know, Rudy... Uh, yeah, huge movie in my life because uh, that's one of the only movies that'll make me cry every time I see it. Never seen it. And remember, Rudy uh, before he got to Notre Dame went to the other college. Holy, it was Holy Cross, and then he transferred into Notre Dame. Anybody remember that part? Remember. So Holy Cross is right across the street. It's like almost like the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the minor leagues of Notre Dame. <laughs> Okay. And then he transferred to Notre Dame, and they got his jacket in the in the library.
3: His Holy Cross jacket, or his no
4: the Notre Dame jacket, jacket. like the the one from the movie.
3: Has your son seen the movie?
4: No. Oh.
3: I don't know.
6: That's Holy Cross is across the street from Notre Dame.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Holy across the street.
6: So basically, not only is it a pun, but it's you have to go to college every day. It's like living next door to a mansion in a mobile home you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Like not only are you poor, but you have to gaze upon wealth. They, like, you have to look across the street and be like, "There's the, there are the real heroes of college, the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Mm. Man, what a bummer. You <laughs> just Look out the window of your little crappy college and well, see an goals. awesome college. I yeah? guess goals. And, and he, he, wound up getting, he
4: wound up getting into oh, the up Oh, you're right. You're
3: and right. you know, every day they're telling themselves, well... They pay 700x what I pay. So,
4: oh. oh yeah. Well, you know 75 I mean? grand a year to, be in, I, to get into Notre Dame. Yeah,
3: that's what like I used I, to tell myself in community college. I'm like, well, I'm getting an education for a fraction of
2: the price. Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: Yeah, not mm-hmm.
4: only do it's you have big
2: to big yeah, my
6: credits do expire <laughs> after one year. Yeah, not only do you have to <laughs> they're, air, they're like
4: not-
3: rewards
6: points <laughs> at a cold.
3: Yeah, they're not telling me anything like the attendance policy or how
6: long the credits last. The grades, but 70, 75 <laughs> grand a year. Yeah. My <laughs> college education has the shelf life of a Cole's cash coupon, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'm not getting ripped off, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: no, and one of the meals we ate uh, at the uh, the dining hall, like the dining hall with the students.
7: So That's make, cool. So
4: you pay 20 bucks and you can go in, and the and that was where it really was like Harry Potter, like this big giant. See so if you can find pictures of the uh, Notre Dame South dining hall. It's this giant. Build old-ass building, mm-hmm. made of stone, and the tables are wooden, and it's huge ceilings.
2: Hmm.
4: And it was packed, packed with students. And I guess it was uh, Friday night, and there was some kind of frat toga party.
3: Toga, toga. Whoa, that's a cool room. This thing? Uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, that, does, that is Harry beautiful. Potter. That's the Harry Potter dining hall. With the windows.
7: Oh, yeah. This reminds me of the dining hall ahead of my community oh, it's college. it's got windows and ceiling. <laughs> oh, I got, I got four walls.
3: No, but it's... Uh, it's walls. got walls. Four walls. Lights. Building, in fact. You got a 30 or 40 foot ceiling with the windows surrounding here. All you got to oh, do is... Oh, dude, it was... You just put some ghosts floating around in here and there's the movie. Yeah.
5: So are your kids wanting to go to this school now? Because they are... No. It? No? Okay. Because then no. you're setting yourself up for seventy five No, but
4: 000. I... Yes, yeah, <laughs> No. Uh. Uh-uh. You yeah. Unless you get a scholarship, yeah, you ain't going here unless you get a scholarship.
3: Yeah, my daughter's shooting for it. Let me ask you
6: this: You were like, he goes, Dad, that place was cool. I'd like to go there someday. And you're like, son, but have you seen Merrimack Community College?
4: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> you seen the Rivers river views Clark. there? Mm. Just let's
4: not Johnny be. Let's not make any hasty decisions. Oh, the Harvard on the Merrimack, huh? <laughs> All right, where credits expire. No, my son was unimpressed. <laughs> son was unimpressed. Nice. I was more. Like, whoa. Yeah, maybe because yeah. I knew I you know, yeah. I'm past what what could have been.
6: And it's not I You a think hot it's just that you're old enough that you've aged into your I'm interested in architecture phase maybe. of life. And like, it's not a it hot coeds that. thing, so shut up about that. Is <laughs> that. a what? Hot coeds thing.
4: There were yeah.
5: chicks there, cool, man.
4: Yeah, maybe, maybe I am I am now in the phase of wow the architecture. my phase
6: god, you think. think about the men who built this. They've been dead a long time. Years. Mm-hmm. These long stones. Time. What do you think these what quarry do you think these stones came from? Dad, you gotta get like. out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're you know we're at the bookstore. Dad, this is a Chipotle. Let's can we please go. <laughs> <Son>. <laughs>
3: Breathe it in. Dame, son. Jo- no, true story built though, by the
4: though. Freemasons. They, they just and maybe learn you've passed this before. they they built a brand new uh, Panda Express on uh, Manchester.
5: Yes, yes, yes. Did you
4: see it. that building? Yep.
5: Yeah, it's oh, by my. Commerce Bank.
4: Wow. <laughs> what a building. Yeah. It's a standalone Panda Express. I passed building! I go, wow, what a building. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You haven't seen Incredible. it in a couple of days. They, like, put a roof yeah, on it. Yeah, I hadn't seen it in a couple of days. I go, whoa. Oh, whoa. really coming Look together. Look at this
4: Panda Express. Orange it's, yeah.
3: chicken.
5: <laughs> S- straight
4: out of Beijing.
6: You guys couldn't get to his game because you stopped to knock on every piece of wood and be like, what is this, mahogany? Yeah. On yeah. the way to the... Mm. <laughs> no, sir, that's a bike rack. Could you please move
2: along? No, I was with, I was
4: with my daughter and we're walking in the bookstore. And, of course, they got, you know, all these tchotchkes you could buy and, you know, the the... Sweatshirts and the T-shirts and the hats and oh, Dad, what's the mascot? Well, they're the Irish. Mm. Well, why is a leprechaun? What is Dukes up?
5: Yeah,
4: and the Fighting Irish. Well, what does that mean?
5: They're angry. Uh,
6: it means drunk, son. <laughs> it means they <laughs> no, get drunk good. and they <laughs> fight each <laughs> exactly. other. It's actually kind of a I
4: was really trying to be I was trying stereotype. to be as PC about it as right. possible, but there's no way of getting around that. Yeah. No, is. They're really drunk isn't. and they want to fight.
5: Irish okay? people are angry, <sighs> right here. The guy's yeah. got his Dukes mm-hmm. up.
4: And he wants a fight. And they're smoking. Why does he want to fight? Because he's probably drunk.
6: <laughs> That's why.
5: We're not all. He's like smoking that. a pipe.
6: <laughs> he's literally in the middle of taking a rip off of a, a little chillum or whatever, right? <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to calm him down. Just like to, uh, you know, you're you're uh, you know,
4: the high school is the uh, the knights. Yeah. You know, these are the fighting Irish. Why do they want to fight? I don't know. They're drunk and angry. I've t-
5: Ask your uncle.
4: The ask Redheads. You yeah. Scott. There's yeah. a, ask comes your Uncle Seamus, territory. but careful how you ask him. Because <laughs> yeah. he, ah,
6: a and and he drinking. has
4: been drinking. Well, we went to the, the football game. So there was no Notre Dame football game.
3: Oh, that was They were out of cool. town. Oh. They were in
4: Louisville. Oh. All I thought was red. it would have been a nightmare. Traffic. It would have yeah. been a nightmare. You
3: just would have been worried about traffic.
4: It would have been a friggin' nightmare. Out.
3: Surely they have it figured out.
4: I'll tell you what. Looking outside that stadium, parking is not ample. Unless I missed a parking lot.
5: Well, because the kids walk there, like, because the dormitories are nearby, so, like, parking isn't necessarily a thing. Because all the students are—their parking lots are, like, way far away, maybe.
4: There's a lot more—I mean, that stadium is huge. Mm. So, a a, lot—South Bend is all about the fighting Irish.
3: Yo, that is uh, a—that's the one that's, like, one of the biggest ones, or am I thinking of Michigan?
4: Michigan's huge. Michigan's over
3: 100,000 people. Okay, so how many— How many students do you think are at Notre Dame right now? Uh, It's not that big of a school, right?
5: 20,000? I don't know. I
4: want to say 30,000.
3: Anybody else want to fashion a guess? I'm going to say... It's a big school. I'm
7: going to say 21,000.
3: With 8,971 undergraduate and 4,000 graduate students, we have 13,000 currently enrolled at Notre Dame. Way off. Way off. I, I know they're
7: like a smaller I thought it was big school
3: far The campus bigger it's
7: huge though yeah it's
3: thirteen thousand one hundred thirty nine well
4: we Ass did it we did go to the Notre Dame hockey game it was their their opener the season opener for Notre Dame hockey which which Notre Dame is a, a d1 you know hockey school
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh in fact there's a kid from St Louis that uh is one of the backup goalies really shout out to uh you know <clears throat> <whatever laughs> that's, that's, that's,
5: yeah Rudy uh,
4: to yeah, Rudy. <laughs> um, but that was cool, and, and I guess, man, to wear the gold helmet, the iconic no- I'm not a Notre Dame fan, really, but the, do you know like all the Notre Dame athletes wear the gold helmet?
5: Sure. Look like little Oscars.
4: Yeah, so the gold helmet for football, the gold helmet for hockey, must be a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a pr- yeah, a lot of proud parents there. Big time. And a lot of proud parents.
3: <clears throat> My daughter's on her way, man. Not to uh, Notre Dame specifically, but she's—I mean, she's going for the 4.0. She's going for all the activities. I mean, well, she's she is trying to stack the resume. After for her. seeing
4: the price of a of a place like that, it, sh- stack the resume. I know,
3: man. She get she those scholarships. Kn- she knows the price, and she's shooting for much higher than Notre Dame too. But if anybody can do it, that girl can do it.
4: Oh, much higher than Notre Dame. Them's fighting words.
6: Careful what you say around me. And that's why I've been drinking.
4: That's (laughs) that's why they're so angry. Right there. Uh, Right
6: there. I like what they wrote. I looked up the leprechaun logo. This is what you should have said to your son. The leprechaun is a secondary spirit mark of Notre Dame athletics. Longstanding history represents the tenacious spirit of the fighting Irish and their determination. The leprechaun is recognized around the world as the mascot of Notre Dame athletics, uh, Early design. What they did was took a negative stereotype and turned it around and made it into a triumph for the university. That's the last line. Mm. Yeah, did they? That's very good. I thought it was nice.
3: If that's they were no
6: way leaning in.
3: Yeah, if that's your last line of, if that's your last line of defense, if that's the best thing you could put forward. Yeah, that was probably added recently. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm (laughs) saying. That that was added recently. If that's the best thing you can say in its defense, I don't
7: know. Is it negative?
5: No. As an Irish person, no. Is What negative?
7: I know the fighting Irish. No, I'm They'll just happy they're these. talking about us. It's Wait, kind of get ask. me out there more. I want to see more of me, so that's good. Wait a second. We don't take no, we don't take no, uh, no guff.
3: I'll no take, guff.
5: I'll take that leprechaun over scary leprechaun Jennifer Aniston movies from the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that leprechaun was really like coming at you if you're Irish. You're like, whoa, we don't want to be this guy. But the Notre Dame fighting Irish leprechaun is kind of cool, you know, he looks normal. Looks like Bill Burr or something, yeah, you know? We just need more it's
7: redheads had- out there. This is it was good. like
6: a Newt Rockney thing. Rockney may have been Norwegian, but he had an Irish flair for storytelling and drama. Ah. Yet another... <laughs> 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 Yet another uh, side symptom of a drinking problem. Natural salesman, he hired student press agents to tell the team's story. Some of them began using the fight and Irish nickname to characterize the underdog tenacity of his teams and rid themselves of the stigma. So when I was uh senior in high school i wanted to go to
4: syracuse university yeah. which would have been kind of the same experience syracuse. the orange Men, right the orange Men. party wait, wait. and i wanted to go cuz they, they have a great uh, the new house school of broadcasting which it was a, it's a, they have a school for broadcasting
3: okay
6: uh like bob costus <laughs>
3: went there who's the minuteman
6: i believe that is uh not uh, UConn, but uh, the
3: UCon- the UConn's UConn the Huskies. Yeah, that's some sort of animal. The Minutemen.
4: Uh, I, kn- I know. Th- I know this. Uh, the Minutemen. <laughs>
3: uh, who the heck is that? Connect. God. Why? Well, I, th- I always U-Mass. Thought- U-Mass. UMass. UMass. Oh, okay. For some reason yeah, that I makes th- sense I thought too. That was Syracuse. Mm. No, the
6: Syracuse Orange. I was like, I knew it was a New England team, but I couldn't remember which one. So U- I wanted to go to the Newhouse
4: School of Broadcasting at Syracuse University. And I put in my application. They go, "Nope, you actually need good grades to come here." Oh no! <laughs> you need, Bummer. You need good grades. We don't <laughs> like your type around you here. You
5: do not have good grades? That's surprising. Not
4: to me. not senior and junior. Year. It's mm. a
3: uh, nice try. Go be stupid elsewhere. Oh,
4: freshman and sophomore year, pff, honor roll. Yeah, the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. buddy. Honor roll. Parents were so proud. Yeah. And then uh, something happened. Girls, Drugs. girls, music, the whole thing. <laughs>
6: The whole, the whole thing. It was a and whole then,
4: thing. Yeah, my grade started to slip a little bit. Happens. And then come senior year, uh, I, and it's not like I wasn't close to graduating. Right. But I missed so many gym classes.
5: Gym they classes? Would,
4: they would not let me walk until, until I had to run a mile for every class.
5: Why did you miss so much gym class?
4: I just used
3: to leave.
5: Of where all, would you go? Of oh, the easiest all one
2: to or a pass. Buddy's house.
5: Yeah, of oh, all things house. cool
3: to let blow your GPA. The one that all you had to do is show up and It and wasn't even sweat. a GPA thing. Heartbeat.
4: It wasn't a GPA thing. It was you have a certain amount of, as a senior, you had a certain amount of classes you, like if you missed them in order to walk, you had to, I dude, I had to run a marathon.
3: Why didn't you just show up and do what I did and say, "Yes, I'll take a library pass?" And because
4: then, Turn the other
3: direction and get in the car and go home. That's what I did, and I got my because
4: attendance. I was a giant dope. That's why. <laughs> you because gotta, I was an idiot.
3: You got to go for roll call, man.
4: I was an idiot. Mm. No, there was a whole. There was a whole. I think I had like, I
3: think I had Jim,
4: I think it was last period. That's what I did. And I, put, I like, put
3: study hall last period. and They said, "Does anybody need to go to the library?" And I say, "Yes, please." And I guess my year was, like, one of
4: the first years where you weren't allowed to leave campus. Like, the the seniors yeah. prior us to too. us were allowed to, they'd go out to lunch.
3: Yeah. We, we were not supposed to go either. For some reason, this guy would unchain the thing and let me go. Oh, come. no. We, we had the chain.
4: Him. Yeah, he We w- had the chain. No,
3: the, the officer would unchain it when he saw my car and let me go.
7: Well, you had a kid to could take care of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. Then nobody knew nothing. You probably look like a dad. That's... <laughs>
6: I'm in a station wagon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, these idiots at the
4: school.
7: My and,
6: child is an honor roll student at the same school I go to. <laughs> <laughs> these idiots at the school. The bumper sticker was a giveaway. So they chained the back exit, but then but they left enough slack
4: where somebody could just get out and just lift up the chain and just drive around under it. Yeah. Idiots.
5: Yeah, they're the idiots.
4: Yeah, morons. Oh, wait, I'm the idiot that missed. 23 gym classes. Oh my
5: god. How much fun were you having? I mean that's <laughs> a lot of fun. I bet. Were you watching like movies or so? Oh, like what Taco Bell? Like at? what was happening?
4: Probably smoking dope and listening to the doors, okay? <laughs> Let's get
5: it out there. Let's air <laughs> it out.
3: How how easy was it to beat you in a foot race? Yeah.
5: That's cool. You know, like No, it was not
4: cool when I had to come back from, from our prom trip early so I could hit the
5: track. You're, you were the guy that like, everybody was talking about, though, because everybody's like, oh man, Scott Rizzuto. No. Dude, he's not even showing up to he's gym so class. Cool go- dude. This he's has
4: coming
6: to run 23 miles to graduate.
5: No,
3: they're probably like, Scott
5: Rizzuto. Idiot. That guy's going to be dead before His he's
6: 22. so cool. Pook- is that Puka Shell? <laughs> this is a guy openly weeping out on the track course. <laughs> oh, that guy, that's Scott Rizzuto, that's man. Rizzuto. Just running. Just running. <laughs>
5: I, really I actually think track. after
4: after a while... He invited the Syracuse Scouts. I, I think after a while the coach was like, that's fine. I'm like, that's... Nice. I, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah,
3: I don't want you to throw up on my track.
4: But, no, I think he had to stay. Like, they were the kids that had to run, like, you know, four laps, you know, one mile.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You're under your
4: 11th. Uh, <laughs> Rizzuto, you gotta run... Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
5: Just let him go back in. You got to run 500
4: 90. miles.
6: <laughs> no, you have to run 92 laps. <laughs> Damn it. Start running. So you kind of won, really. Think about it. You skipped. Yeah. You didn't really have to do your punishment. You kind of won. That. Boat. It was a lot. I ran a lot of laps. I ran a lot of laps.
4: But Not all of them. Not all of them. Would you say I half? I probably would have died. Oh, yeah. You ran at least. Oh, I ran at <laughs> least. I ran at least ten miles that day, at least. Uh, maybe Gosh. not a win. Man, man. I was about hundred, ten pounds. Wow, just sexy, sexy, <laughs> <Yeah>. athletic. <laughs>
6: <Go> <laughs> no, to as run. I'm, really. As
4: I'm up at Notre Dame, I'm looking at these college kids, and I go, "Man, get their whole lives out of them."
5: Oh man,
4: <laughs> whole so innocent.
5: Did you get kind of sad. Thinking about how time has gone so fast. No, yeah. a yeah.
4: we kind of sat in the back.
5: You did the middle-aged trifecta, man.
6: You did.
2: Yeah,
5: man.
6: You're talking about architecture. Bang, number one.
3: <laughs> Whole lives ahead of you.
6: Number two, boom.
4: This <laughs> N- right. waxing wise mm-hmm. and nostalgic about well, youth. And you know what it was? So, so I guess it was uh, the, the fraternities were having. How to- many birds did you identify on campus? Because I have an <laughs> app for that. It's called the Seek app. Cool. Who knows what I'm talking about? I
3: put you onto that.
4: I also identify bugs (laughs) and different foliage. Uh, I guess it was there was a toga party on campus.
5: Yeah,
4: and uh, there were a lot of frat guys in there wearing togas. I go, man,
5: Mm. awesome. Just so (laughs) cool.
4: Like, I'm probably going to go back to the hotel room early and just watch uh, the new, new season of Gold Rush is on, I think, on Discovery.
5: <laughs> Did you wrap yourself in your, your sheet, like in bed, like you you tried to have your own tote. What are you party? doing, Dad?
6: Why are you crying? That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Why's my, Why is Dad crying watching this oil rig show on A&E? Wearing, it to wearing a bed sheet. It's not
2: about the show.
6: Deep well riggers. God, I can imagine
4: just me showing up, just wearing like a hotel bed sheet. All these, you know, chiseled frat boys. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And the first thing you would say would be, and the last thing would be, let me show you how it's done. Oh. You yeah. like
5: open the windows like you're you had made a toga out of the I sheet, am and a golden god. In, <laughs> in the big window of the hotel. <laughs> just this
3: hairy
6: middle-aged guy shows up. This short, hairy, middle-aged guy Sad. shows up. Riz <laughs> Jr.'s just down there. Dad, don't do it. Calm yeah.
3: down.
4: <laughs> now, son. I missed out on a university experience. This isn't about you,
3: son. I'm making up for lost long time, son.
4: Well, it was fine. I cried the entire way home. Um, no, but but I, I do have to say that uh, congratulations to uh, the 14 new Chesterfield Falcons, uh, winners of the uh, Irish South Bend Cup. Yes.
2: Don't the thing. Yeah, the
4: nice. oh. thing. Go Vikings. It's the Falcons. Oh. oh. That was my high school. 14U Chesterfield Falcons. Champions. And as I was pep-talking my son, I said, we didn't come here to come in second place.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I brought a car with a trunk for a big-ass trophy. Yeah. You better put it in there. Uh Uh-huh.
7: Uh-huh. If
4: you guys don't win, you're sitting in the trunk on the way home. (laughs) Wow. Because we go home winners.
5: Do a lot of parents... I was thinking about this. Do a lot of parents who maybe don't want to or can't, like, do a lot of parents drop off and not make that trip, like, with their kids? Like, do do teams have to say, like, hey, we got this six-hour away tournament? Like, does everybody show up, or is it always there's, like, uh, there missing? were
4: There were a couple. Uh, I think the entire team was there. That's good. Uh, but, you know, there were a couple kids that went with other families.
5: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Parents can't always make it, but listen, you sign up and you pay that kind of money, mm-hmm. you, those kids are playing those games. Yeah, you right. play those
4: tournaments. It's, and there were teams from all over the country, like uh, the championship game was uh, uh, Chesterfield versus Seattle, mm-hmm. team from Seattle. Yeah, I I go, oh, you guys traveled all this way to lose!
3: <laughs> hockey's expensive, man. Traveling sports is expensive. It's yeah. gotten so out of hand, all, all of them. Uh, it's all it's ridiculous. Of them. Even soccer. Soccer was supposed to be the poor man's sport. That's why I, I played it, because it didn't cost any money. Mm. And then now, even that costs oh, tons and yeah, tons of money, teams, dude. It's travel, so, so absurd. Teams, travel sports ridiculous. is out of control, but hockey is oh. <laughs> triple the price. I just oh. hear
5: my, my friends who are parents, and here in town, when they're like, oh, we got to go all the way to wherever the tournament here in town is, yeah, yeah. if it's like 30 minutes away from their house, they're complaining. So I was thinking about you driving six hours.
4: Well, my wife and I are going to, I think there's like four or five tournaments this season for the kids. So Taking next turns. one is in uh, Michigan. Oh wow! The first week of November. I'm not going to that one.
7: University of Michigan.
4: Grand Rapids.
3: Oh
7: Grand Sweet. Rapids. Sweet. Awesome.
4: Yeah. yeah, I'm Grand. not going to that one.
7: And you're close to Grand Haven. That's
4: that. the same weekend as Metallica. I said, uh-uh. This guy's going to Metallica. <laughs> ah. Well, have
6: you heard about the Grand
7: Rapids architecture
6: though?
4: Oh <laughs> no, yeah, i mean, I'm gonna
3: miss it. That Riverwalk. You yeah, want to look it up,
4: bud. And then the one after is Nashville. I, I'll go to that one. That's not that bad, I guess. And that's no and close. listen and and you you get to hang with the parents and everybody everybody's very nice.
2: Right. So yeah.
4: the kids have a good time. These are memories. These are memories that'll last a lifetime, right? Yeah, they yeah, they, 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 will. they get
3: they gather a ton of memories and a ton of gear. We only played one season and I got a lot of gear for sale. Who well, who, who needs gear? Who needs gear? You get know, so gear so here. Freshly so after. fresh gear here. <laughs> freshly not used gear. <laughs>
4: After, uh, you know, after they win, they Seriously. you know, throw their gloves and sticks on the ice. And I'm thinking, damn, I hope he wrote his name in his gloves. Yeah, he, because, you better get damn, those. Come on, man. You
3: better get those. Come on,
4: buddy. <laughs> you write your name in your gloves? And then all the kids at the end are trying to figure out whose gloves uh, are whose. yeah, yeah. Come that's
3: on. A, that's a $140 stick, son. Go get it.
4: Come on. But, no, overall, good trip and uh, very nice parents.
6: And they came home with the uh, with the tournament W. That's a full-time job, too, man. A second. My friends' kids play on, like, traveling soccer teams. I played traveling baseball when I was a kid. and My parents didn't go, but there's usually, like, there's usually, like, a few sets of parents that it's almost like their second job. Because it's, like, every weekend. Sometimes it's, like, you're going three states over. Oh, yeah. For weekend tourneys. Softball's like that. Soccer's like that. So it's, like, uh, there's usually, like, a designated parents that were like the minivan parents and i was like man so-and-so's dad basically like he works at wells fargo all week mm. and then he, the weekends this is his he's putting in another 40 yeah driving kids around
4: well and the boy got uh the final in the finals he got an assist and he got uh he got into a fight nice uh, now if he would have gotten a goal would have been the gordie howe hat trick
3: wow he won the fight
4: what if he got in two fights no, Gordie Howe hat trick is a fight, an assist, and a goal. Oh.
3: Not, you not. win the fight.
4: I mean, the refs, you know, jumped in and broke it up. But, gotcha. Uh, yeah, there's some some punches in the face. Oh, nice.
5: I need to play hockey.
4: They yeah. let kids do that? Not really. At that level. I mean, there's checking.
6: With, they punched each other in the face. You said. Yeah, that's they not do. checking, right?
4: Gloves or no, no gloves? Uh, no, With gloves. Like, it's no, like, taking the helmets off. And the refs break it up pretty... Right, right, right. ...pretty quickly.
6: They don't... Is it a penalty?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, like the parents go, oh,
2: hey, oh! Hey, let, like, him, like, let him go!
4: See what's going on? We just son. to go, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Everything's he can fine. Take, he's fine. He can take care of himself. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about him. Um... Mm-hmm. Hey, so last Wednesday was the national emergency alert. Mm -hmm. Remember the test? Went out to everybody's cell phones. One twenty. Everybody, I'm sure, here got it. Did anybody? Did anybody have their cell phone off?
7: No, it started two minutes early. It did start two minutes early. That's not fair because I I was about to go to airplane mode. I did notice that
4: it went off two minutes early.
7: Like you tricksters. Interesting. Yeah, that was a punk
6: move. I was in the office here. And it seemed like my phone company, I have T-Mobile, I think, was a little late. Oh, really? Uh, Like, people's are going off at different times, which I thought was funny. Interesting. If you would think, like, cellular phones connected to the cloud would all be on the exact same time, but apparently they are not. (laughs) Because mine came through probably, like, a minute after everyone else's, it felt like. Like I heard everyone's phones go off, heard them all get silenced. I was like, huh, I didn't get one. That's crazy. My nanobots were not activated. Mm. That's BS. And then a minute later, came through T-Mobile.
4: Yeah, ours, our AT&T, at least that's what I have, went off two minutes early.
3: Yeah, same. So you plan on turning yours off, Scott?
7: Yeah, I just didn't want to hear it. I'm like, yeah, it's annoying. No, I, I know it's to gonna work. It was for, th- for 13 seconds or something like that. Well, I thought somebody. Yeah, I didn't know how long it was gonna go, and he like, was worried about getting the, uh, the. But I was nanobots. in a hot tub at the time. I didn't want to mess with it. Whoa, is that true? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> I was at my
7: buddy's tub. house, and we uh, were just hanging out in his hot tub. It's like this is sweet. 120 on a Wednesday
3: in a hot tub. Uh huh. Didn't we have a staff I better meeting? friends? You're right. No, you live in a, di- no. yeah. a different we life. Left, than I left after all that.
7: I had to go well, out the, the, there. Remember, that was the day I had that day. to. <laughs> that was the day <laughs> I had to. You uh, were at
5: the staff meet? You were in a hot tub and out of the staff. <laughs> well,
7: I had a meeting at Mountaintop. Oh, <laughs> <Are you laughs>
5: remember, I got rear-ended. I, I got a I See top. you
7: backpedal
4: out of this one. <laughs> All right. Well, I where was ruined? your
7: meeting? All right, never mind.
4: Just so you know, Wednesday we had a big staff meeting here at the at the radio station. I was excused because that would get my my car. Yeah, my
7: car had been rear-ended. That's true, Scott. Yeah. So Mountaintop oh, kind of wanted that thing back. So Does Mount Top hot- have a hot tub there? You want yeah. a hot tub in the back of a I'm pickup? I'm going to start doing business no, the it was right by their place. <laughs>
3: That's
2: awesome. <laughs> uh,
6: I just love that at 1.30 in the afternoon on a re- weekday, you were like, there's a couple of boys going to get a little hot tub soak in.
7: <laughs> you that? no, he was boys want to soak? He just bought it. it. He was so excited to show it off. So I was like, why not? Did
6: you have trunks or did he,
7: you just he, have to go he in? He gave me some. Yeah, oh,
6: you borrowed a bathing suit.
7: Oh, hey,
3: uh-huh. Me and Ray were in a hot tub together. That I mean, that happened on Saturday. Did it have the wedding?
5: Did it, you borrowed a bathing suit that had, like, the... You had trunks, so it had, like, the...
7: No, it's the board shorts. The nettings. Yeah.
4: The
5: crotch
7: The
4: ball netting. netting. I'm
5: doing a movement with my hands right now. Ball netting. Yeah. ball netting? Can, oh,
4: man, I do anything. not like... Mm.
5: Aren't, do all men's trunks have ball netting?
4: Uh, uh, not at all. Board shorts don't. Board shorts don't.
5: Interesting. Okay.
4: Yeah. Oh, I do not like borrowing somebody's bathing suit.
5: <laughs> Ugh. Nope. Even if it's been bleached out and it's, <laughs> you know, completely clean. No. <laughs> Sucks.
4: You yeah, were at somebody's house over the summer. They had a pool... And they're like, oh, did you bring your trunks? No. Would you like to borrow some? Absolutely not.
5: Do you try on that's bathing suits, about. like, before uh, you buy them?
6: Like, I don't think a guy thing. in history has tra- tra- nah. tried on a bathing suit before he bought it.
5: Mm. No. Nah. Because it sucks. Like, girls will go to, like, Target or whatever. You're going to try on a bathing suit before you buy it. And it has, like, the the little taped crotch lining yeah. so your yeah. lady bits yeah. don't have to. Oh, but then yeah. you're like, I don't want to touch that.
3: But y'all are doing things for style. It makes sense. You what do you to- see
6: a guy going through the store peeling all those out oh, to God. take home?
3: <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> You got. I mean, you got to try them out. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are going Fred, for style. get out of here. You're out of the water the majority of the time. You're doing it for style and different things, you know, and the fit is right. going to be different. We we don't care. We get some, We see well, something that's shorts. like has a, a decent oh, enough design, so and we go, ah, whatever. <laughs>
6: There's a guy running out with all these plastic strips. Technically, it's not stealing,
3: and he's oh, just
6: running. God. Fred, get out of here. He's <laughs> we told you not to come back. He that's got 27 the, bathing suit strips.
3: It's the liner thief again.
6: Yeah,
4: he's got a picture, like, next to every... Next to every door. Do not let this man in. Yeah. Fred. Oh, Fred.
5: <laughs> anyway. Everybody
4: yeah, ba- a, a guy, uh, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable borrowing another guy's yeah. swimming trunks. I don't know. That's me. I know. It's weird. It's, it's whatever. It yeah. is. It is It's weird. whatever.
3: You're getting it's... in something that chlorinated anyway and all these things has been washed, It I don't know. matter.
7: And uh, he's okay. a trusted source. He has a few weird diseases, but otherwise he's good. It depends like on the yeah. It depends on the. Maybe it's
4: because like if I'm at your house and I'm borrowing a bathing suit from you, it's like your genitals are now touching. Yes. Yeah. Or are uh, my genitals are now touching a place that your genitals touched?
3: Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah but I no like the deal. netting.
3: No big deal. I should
6: feel like somebody wanted it. You know, like somebody tried to entrap my genitalia. <laughs> Yeah. It makes you feel, uh, you know, i feel like, oh, I'm. This is the fish they were after.
3: Yeah, I've been caught. I've been caught. It's <laughs> the fish. My fish has been caught. Oh, oh yeah. man,
6: there's dolphin in here.
3: <laughs> yeah,
6: we gotta cut it loose. We gotta cut him out. This is an endangered species.
5: <laughs> Your dong sounds like a dolphin. Oh no, there's yeah. a dolphin in here. know Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get him out,
2: baby
6: girl. You better get him out of there. You go. Uh, that's a fine.
2: A couple, uh, couple of spiny ducks urchins. in there too, man. Ducks. Oh no! <laughs> Dolphins, oh. free Willy. Anyway,
4: back You're to right. the emergency alert thing. Uh, there were some unintended consequences to the alert system and the test, uh, and everybody's cell phone going off at once. Uh, prisoners who are not supposed to have cell phones. Oh, yeah.
7: oh no! That's hilarious. prisoners
4: across the U.S. were caught red-handed. When yeah. the National Emergency Alert System revealed they were in possession of something they shouldn't have, Remember, on Wednesday, all cell phone users in the U.S. received a loud alert from the Federal Emergency Management Agency.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, hey, Brad is is your is your pelvic region? Yeah, nah. Sounding off a I got a
4: disease. Na-
3: national emergency alert.
4: That's <laughs> oh. <Nah>, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Attention to this.
3: Can you imagine sound where,
4: coming from my rectum? Wh-
3: yeah, where, where are they hiding this phone?
4: <laughs> See, there were a lot of prisoners that were found out. I guess they didn't get the memo that if they just had simply shut their phone off, it would have been fine. Right. Uh, also,
3: power button was on the other side.
4: Also, Amish people.
7: Oh no. <laughs>
4: oh. Amish people. Uh, Yes, you know, the, the emergency alert did startle some people who are in meetings and at lunches. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, although it was not ideal for people who have a secret phone, as I mentioned, the prisoners. Uh, also members of the Amish community. There are reports online about how some Amish people are being shunned. Shunned. Mm. After last week's emergency alert outed. They're hidden cell phones. Oh, a former Amish gosh. guy on TikTok says that a few of his Amish buddies are dealing with the backlash. because. And, and here's what they thought. They thought, okay, they knew it was coming, but if I put the phone on vibrate or just mute it, it'll yeah. be fine. Uh, but they didn't realize the alert, even if your phone was on vibrate, was still going to make the sound.
2: Hmm.
7: So this makes you wonder, too, how many couples out there are having conversations right now because there was a burner phone that was going off of the home when No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Burner phones. Weird thing over here. Huh. Burner phones. Heavens, Kezekiah.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Hast thou been living the English life? (laughs) (laughs) In
4: some Amish communities, uh, this might be just a minor offense, but in others, you know, being shunned is significant.
6: Excommunication. And could involve,
4: could involve, like, a difficult separation of the person from the community for an extended period of time. Like, you're out
6: of here. Right. Wow, the irony of a communication device causing excommunication. Excommunicato. <laughs> Write it down.
5: I don't uh, know very much
3: about the. Amish. I don't either. We um, I, there's a, there's a couple different factions or communities uh, throughout Missouri. I, I know um, our family up up in kind of north from here. Uh, has used it's either the Amish or the Mennonites is it the Mennonites well, well that's mennonites. A bit for an there's animals. A lot of
7: mennonites up there but they we use the my grandma always hired the Amish
3: the Amish for construction yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff it, like really interesting folks but not super talkative to us
4: uh they like, like to keep to themselves yeah uh, nice. like bowling like uh i've been out to <laughs> Bowling Green <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we' right uh, there's a lot of uh uh Amish out there uh, my wife does some business with uh the
3: Amish. Yeah, there's a couple of trading posts and, and Amish shops and, and stores up there. Uh, like I said, our, our our family goes to all the time, and and the the folks that were always doing the construction. I remember as as a kid, you know, I kind of wanted to learn more, so you go over and talk, and like the young ones would talk a little bit, but then for the most part, they kind of stop you at a certain point, and they they kind of keep to themselves. And they are and, hard
4: workers. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Oh, oh yeah.
3: yeah. Oh my gosh.
4: So do you know much about them? Like I don't. Like I looked up a whole bunch of stuff about the Amish i uh, going to learn you this I think morning. the majority yeah. of our
3: education has probably come from King Educate us. Yeah. I and want to educate you. You. I, I think King Hey, is- if you're
6: Amish out there, email us
5: real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Let us know what's up with your uh, your
4: situation. Well, when you, for the first time, you come across a buggy crossing sign. Yeah.
5: Right.
7: Yeah. I think of... Uh, it is pretty fun. I was at a... I got to go to a Mennonite, a reformed Mennonite camp as a kid uh, for a weekend, and it was out in the boonies of Missouri, and... We were out there having I a good time, and go. the Amish, there was an Amish community nearby, and they would, the young guys would come blaring a radio in their buggies. It was pretty awesome. Hmm. It was up and down.
4: So, so, I mean, there are there are some rules. I mean, there oh, are yeah. some hard and fast rules about being
6: well, in the Amish community. Bring it, bring there it. Are, uh, before you get into that, I do think there are, the Mennonites embrace a little bit of technology. I think Amish is a little more like Orthodox. The way I understand it, Mennonites have telephones in their house
7: there Mennonites the also they go definitely. out
6: they do more missionary type stuff they go out into the world and like I've seen yeah. a lot of Mennonites down at the arch grounds yeah no hmm. oh, Amish right, folks right, right. tend to keep to themselves and do more of their um okay reform charitable Mennonites works is- are around they're more centered around the community they live in yeah. as opposed to like going out in the world and trying to convert folks uh so
3: I know, Amish there's, rules, I know there's buggy parking at, at the shops around up there
6: like
4: to hitch up your horse
3: yeah it's just like so they can turn around oh, yeah. it's like on the it's usually on the side and it says reserved for buggy parking mm-hmm.
4: so Amish laws for let's start with the women Amish laws for women. women are an integral part of Amish society play a vital role in the day-to-day running of the familial home also subject to a unique set of regulations uh, like modest dressing uh, dressing is one of the most important aspects of Amish life and women are expected to wear simple and modest clothing at all times yes. This includes wearing long skirts and dresses that cover the arms and legs, as well as using only natural fabrics, cotton or wool. That's it. Uh, Also, Amish women typically stick to more subdued colors, black, blue, or gray, Mm. because too many colors of patterns are discouraged, because they believe that could be a source of vanity. Oh. Uh, Women must make their own clothes. Wow. They are not allowed to buy their clothes from stores.
5: I'd be so... (laughs) That would be so hard.
4: They're also not allowed to use sewing machines because that is considered a part of, uh, like, mechanization. Interesting. That goes against Amish values and traditions. Hand-sewn. Incredible. Uh, Hair. Women are not allowed to cut their hair. Not allowed to cut their hair. Uh, This is according to biblical guidelines that state a woman's hair is her glory. As a result, when they're within their homes... They must wear a pullback and a bun or braid with only the front left loose. This is done in order to discourage vanity about their appearance. Mm. Uh. However, they must cover their hair when they are outside of the house using a scarf or bonnet.
5: Nice.
4: Uh, the role of women in Amish societies primarily that of homemakers and mothers. They are responsible for running the household, taking care of the kids, cooking, cleaning, sewing. Uh, they're also expected to help with the chores in the family farm, milking cows, gathering eggs. Uh, Women also pass important skills and knowledge down to next generations, cooking, cleaning, sewing. In addition, they teach the girls the skills needed to be good caregivers. Um, They do a lot of quilting, too. I believe it. A lot of quilting. Uh, Submission. Amish women are expected to be submissive to their husbands. This is based on the biblical principle of wives being submissive to their husbands. As uh, in one... um, Bible passage. That does mean that does not mean that Amish women are treated as second class citizens. They are still considered equal in worth and value, however, they are expected to defer to their husband's decisions or opinions.
5: Interesting. Okay. Uh,
4: so huh. that just
7: Yeah, but you gotta read that. The full verse too also immediately says that the uh guy has to as you know, the wife is submissive to the husband or whatever, the man's submissive to God, so it's all equal somehow. I don't know.
5: But... So the woman has to go through But the one line says Husband
4: that together. doesn't mean Amish women are treated as second-class citizens. They are considered of equal worth and value. However, Comma. However, whatever the husband says goes. Yeah.
5: Well, Sounds
4: hypocritical to me. A company
7: has a boss.
5: I, don't know. I feel as though my mouth needs to be shut right now. I just died <laughs> off. <laughs>
6: you better shut it because it'll pull all your teeth. <laughs> oh. you know what, Tim Another uh, Amish
4: tradition. Uh. All right, Amish rules for men. Dressing just like women. There are limits imposed upon men and what they can wear.
7: No, they are short, not allowed shorts. to wear
4: any type. No board shorts, you said. No, no shorts, tanks.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no ball nets for them. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, no board sh- shorts while on hot tubs with other. Yeah, they are not no
4: allowed to wear tub any tub type of clothing that's flashy or attention-seeking. Uh, this includes clothing with bright colors or logos or other ornamentation. Amish men are also expected to avoid tight-fitting or revealing clothing.
3: Now, can they get tattoos like Ishmael did in the Kingpin? Didn't he get some giant back piece? I don't believe so.
4: (laughs) They wear dark suits with suspenders and often wear straw hats. Mm -hmm. Also expected to have a beard after they get married. However, mustaches are not allowed. Don't you dare come over here. Mustaches are right out.
5: You get out of here, Tom Selleck. Get (laughs) out Out of here.
6: Be gone, you sexy devil of Magnum. (laughs) (laughs) In your horseless Ferrari.
4: Amish men are typically the ones who work outside of the home. They work in fields, farms, other manual labor jobs. Many of them are also business owners. They're expected to provide for their families and be the primary breadwinners. Mm -hmm. This is one of the most important roles for Amish men. Uh, Now, as far as uh, kids, kids are not allowed to contact the outside world. This includes talking to people who are not Amish, Mm. using phones, watching TV. Out. Out. This rule is in place to protect the young people from being influenced by the outside world. They must obey their parents. They must go to school. Uh, Amish children are taught that hard work is important, expected to help with chores around the house and on the farm. Uh, Amish kids are also responsible for taking care of their younger siblings. This includes feeding
6: them, dressing them, playing with them. Oh, and I guess I grew up Amish (laughs) because I had to do all that.
5: As the oldest...
6: Yeah, it's called being the oldest, not the Amish. I'm more interested in the rules for technology.
5: Yeah.
4: So Amish have strict rules about the use of technology. They believe technology should be used for practical purposes, not entertainment. Do not have television, radios, or computers in their homes. They also do not use cars or bicycles. Instead, they rely on horses and buggies for transportation. Uh, their homes have conventional items such as under-bed blankets and sewing baskets. They believe in technology is they believe technology is a distraction from the important things in life, family, community, God. However, they Amish use some technology like tractors and generators. They also have phones, but are usually located in a central location like a barn. They believe technology should be used in moderation, uh, and they believe that too much technology could lead to greed and materialism.
5: They're right. They're absolutely, I mean, that's, well. yes. <laughs> Look at us. We want the best of everything. We want the iPhone 15. We want top Says the Says the
6: community selling $7,000 rocking chairs on the porch of every Cracker Barrel I go to. It seems like they're a little greedy themselves. Mm. Now, <laughs> what is what that is- thing made of that costs $7,000? Love. Handmade.
5: I, mm-hmm. I really want a rocking chair, too, by Skill. the
6: way. Skill well, is a big thing. They make good products.
5: I was at Lowe's the other day and they have a uh, very cheap $125 rocking chairs out. And I thought, I'm going to get one of these things, man. Dang, you're rich. Just one. Only can afford one. Tim, sorry.
4: <laughs> now, what are the punishments for breaking the rules? As we mentioned, shunning. Right. Amish shunning is when the community completely ignores an individual. Even though shunning uh, or shunned individuals are still technically members of the community, they're treated as if they don't exist. The Amish won't talk to them, eat with them, or do business with them forever. Shunning is meant to be a form of constructive criticism. The goal is for the individual to realize their wrongdoings
3: Man. and so, change their way. So is this a sentence that is, like, carried on for—carried out for, what, six months? Or, or is this forever? Like, uh, well, well how does that work?
4: Right. Shunning is usually used as a last resort. The Amish will first try to work out their differences through mediation. If that doesn't work, then
3: you're shunned. What do you do? Wow. Do you wear a shunned jacket, or do they send out a newsletter? Right. And say Scott Rizzuto Has now been shunned <laughs> Is it a cool Good
2: question yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being
3: serious I yeah. want to know
6: They're a shunning song How do you know Good day sunshine You get a forehead tattoo
7: <laughs> Like how, how does one I don't know, know. You have a mustache.
6: You know what's funny is there might be an Amish ghost out there somewhere that just thinks he's been being shunned for a really long time.
3: These guys have been ignoring oh, me gosh. for 100 years.
6: Yeah, this guy's like, man,
3: I've been. <laughs> you guys still aren't talking to me. Three generations of this
2: <laughs> family We're still doing been this, huh?
6: You're my great, 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 great grandson, <laughs> and you're still not talking to me.
3: Hasn't figured it out.
6: Well, excuse me. I took one shot of whiskey in 1794.
3: The tattoo scene from Kingpin is so great. He he wakes up and he's like, that's it. They're never gonna talk to me again. And he's got this tiny little tattoo on his chest. And then he turns and he, he's got a giant
4: of- back tattoo of the woman with the big boobs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I gotta
4: rewatch that movie.
3: Dude, that it's movie it is it's been years. hysterical.
4: It's pretty good, man. So it's been years since I've seen it. Yeah, listen, I don't know how long you're shunned for. I don't know how they could tell that you've been shunned. Right. Well, be I don't want none of that shunning.
3: It's like the uh, red letter or the uh, scarlet, or scarlet letter. letter. Oh.
7: So I is mean, this d- basically jail?
3: No. I know. That's no. what they I want to know. They don't talk to you. Excommunication. So, so, so they don't eat with Maybe? you. They don't talk to you and you can't do business. But it's not a excommunication from the uh, community. It is. But it's a, it's a shunning and you're still in the community.
6: Uh, I think it's both. I think some people leave. Be gone with you.
3: So, th- so they Some fade- people are
6: asked to leave. So they figure you out? out. I don't think they'll like kill you if you stay, but you are
3: no, no. But they're just you are persona you. non grata.
6: Or is it you one are, of those yes. where you can you I can? There's it. a lot of guilt and shame, and you know how that is, man. When you're in a community like that, and like, like no you're, offense.
4: your community is everything. But there's a lot right. of
6: guilt wrapped up in a lot of religions, and then they like that guilt kind of gets. Well, when when your community right, I mean, is a lot of all guilt. you
4: know and is everything, and then you are. Again, persona yeah. non grata, it's I'm, I mean, I'm asking
3: a big deal. And I'm wondering, if it gets to that point, where's the path of reconciliation?
5: Yeah, where's the forgiveness in the level of unshun. faith? Where's era. the unshun? Yeah, where's the unshun? Where's the
3: unshun hero? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not even thinking about forgiveness, because I'm sure they have some sort of thing with forgiveness. It's not that they're not forgiving this person. They're saying, we can no longer, psh, yeah. can no longer tolerate whatever it is. I believe you, you, you have yeah, to go
6: to—I used to watch that Amish reality show. I don't remember what it was called. Do you?
7: Oh, the one with the kids that Where are- Where the kids um,
6: go live English for uh, a while, and then yeah, they come back. Uh, what's that called? Uh, oh, Breaking Amish, somebody just said. There we hmm. go.
7: Watch Shippur? that show. And there is were Ram a... Shapur? Is that right? Nope.
6: Rum Springer. Rum
7: rum Springer. Springer. Thank you.
6: Yom Kippur is.
7: Yom Kippur. That's the You just made I Rum Springer everything. and Yom
6: Kippur one holiday, No, nope. That's I the I like. midnight one. Uh, <laughs> in that show- it showed that they had to, like, there's, like, you know, village elders. There's, like, a board of Amish elders that you have to go, and f- they kind of make those decisions, too. Like, they, it's not necessarily, the mom didn't want to shun the kids, but the village elders, women deferring to men, made that decision for her. We're, oh. like, they're shunned, you shun, don't talk to your kid. Mm. And she didn't want to do it. She If yeah, I say upset you, about shun, it. you shun, you shun. If, but she, if you don't shun, you want to be, be shunned. shunned too, either you, you shun no. or be shunned. So it came from like, I don't village. Want none of that so I think the village elder there's like a board of like usually men, patriots, very patriarchal. Uh, there may be women on it, I could be wrong about that, but it was like they make the decision of like, well, this person has violated these codes, we've they've been warned. They send people to your house in that show. They would like, they yeah. They
3: was, said there's mediation. They, 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 but tried they send to, a know, try to They send
6: out. a messenger to your home and be like, "You've been summoned by the board. You are being considered. This behavior needs to be. This behavior needs to stop, or you will be considered for shunning." So there's like, there is like a hierarchy of methodology. That now they are into. the r- rumspringer.
4: as as there as, there, as so. there
3: must be. I mean, you have to have. You know, there are yeah. systems for everything for for a reason. Are the systems always? Great, no. So,
4: so the rum spring a thing, but, and, that, and that's and you know, that's true, I
3: right? I don't want to dis- I don't want to dismiss something without the full education of it.
4: So, when you get to a certain age, you get to go out into the
6: world for.
3: Yeah, it's like you go out and kind of experience it, all of so, them. so you can choose for yourself, right?
6: Yeah, I think it's to yeah, which might be a way to just be like, hey, let's remove the forbidden fruit, let them have a bite.
3: Well, because that's what the uh, that's what the kingpin. Story is based sure. on right is because he goes out to like check out the real world and Roy Munson comes in okay, and he it starts. Some
4: Amish youth do indeed separate themselves from the community, even going to live among the English or non-Amish Americans, experiencing modern technology. Uh, their behavior during this time does not necessarily prevent them from returning for adult baptism into the Amish Church. Uh, most of them do not wander far from their families' homes during this time, uh, and between 85 to 90 percent ultimately choose to come back. Yeah. However, I mean, however, some, however, some get too close.
3: Some way too close to the waters of bowling, and get
5: into <laughs> competitive.
3: Some of them bowling. get. Some of them
6: slip get into a a hot cheese. tub at 1.30 in the afternoon.
4: Yeah,
5: and <laughs> it's a slippery slope. They never come
6: back. <laughs> Next you, week, you know. Sean.
4: All right. Well, just just on the church tip before we move on, because mm-hmm. um, I did read this over the weekend. Um, there's a pastor at a church in Minnesota. And, and I want the, I don't, when was the last time I went to church? Probably for a funeral was the last time I was actually in a church. It's coming Sunday, right? Cut line. Um, a Minnesota pastor, so he sparked a heated debate about the appropriateness of drinking coffee <laughs> during Sunday church services. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's becoming a problem. Oh,
5: people are drinking in the pews?
4: Yeah,
7: like, so during the service.
3: Oh, I did that on Sunday. Yeah, you did? Was, well, yeah. But,
7: it's well, been like a staple for 30 years at a still, church. No big deal.
5: They Is serve, it no big deal? There's coffee During the, in the service? Line? It was
7: a... Yeah. Hew.
5: I've never drank I, coffee at church. Or like, growing
4: up Catholic? Or water? Never. I'm not, no. I'm not never. Kidding. Maybe
5: oh. I, I would eat my grandma's Luden's cough drops, yeah. just binging those, but...
6: Ugh, those are at the bottom of her purse for oh, yeah. a long time, co- dude. They're tangent.
5: They're yeah. unwrapped. Woo.
6: The Luden's... They're loose. The, the Luden's
3: uh, cherry shirt. ones. It's got a stripe of lint. Oh, they're they're so, they're so good.
4: I haven't had one in years, but I know what you're talking about. Like the wrapper's kind of stuck on there. Yeah. yeah. They're
5: loose inside the waxy wrapper and they look like a box of cigarettes. And
4: like the outer layer is a bit tacky. Yeah. What is that? I know what is that? That's
3: lint. Oh, so
4: so what
3: most in your like church? Non, most non denom places, they got coffee in the lobby. You can, Do they have like a could, like
4: a drink holder in the pew?
3: No, there's no pew, it's just chairs.
5: That's enough to get me to I mean, I'm not trying to be blasphemous. I, I would go to church if they're like, hey. Lattes. Like we have yeah. a Starbucks. Grab your vanilla latte, like
7: milk. They do. Yeah, there's churches. They do. They have that. We're going to have,
5: one. Zach yeah. Wild's going <laughs> to come there's, up and do a one, solo.
3: There's one we go to every once in a while that has like donuts and soda and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, we after. Always, we can you eat donuts. the
5: donuts in there too? You can do whatever you want. They just want you to really.
3: Really? They just want you to worship, yeah. man. Like you, they do they incorporate
6: the donut taken? into the sermon?
3: <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> the maybe. The donut is not whole. There is a hole within the donut. This hole represents you without the Lord in your heart. It is a it is a circle. It's which a jelly donut. Some, is that you eternity? take
6: communion and it's just a mini donut. They lay on your tongue and it's like oh,
3: trying, trying to
6: spice things up a bit.
3: Yeah, no, it's a it's it's super chill. I know, not a bad I, idea. You're, you're thinking old school Catholic stuff. That's so not so. Pastor
4: uh, John Piper he he puts out this uh, this thing on Twitter. Uh, Can we reassess why the Sunday coffee sipping in the sanctuary fits question mark? And he adds that a Hebrews 12:28 states, "Let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe." Uh, I can't imagine anybody during a...
3: What, doing, doing this? Uh...
4: <laughs> Ooh, it's too hot. <laughs>
3: Ooh, We're too blowing. Hot. Blow,
4: <laughs> blowing on it. Also, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I guess your church is fine.
7: Yeah, uh, yes, it is.
4: Some person on Twitter said, I think we have bigger fish to fry.
7: Yeah, I definitely <laughs> thinks. And <laughs> reverence. What? I mean, how you can have sort of reverence with something yeah. in your hand. I'll tell you what. Speaking of reverence...
3: While I was drinking my coffee, I did look over and at one point had to tell my son to wake up and open his hood. This kid had s- s- kind of sneaked down like this, so I couldn't see him. And he stayed up way too late the night before. And he had closed his hood around his face, and I saw his mouth open, and he was sleeping. sleeping. I was like, hey, uh,
2: what are you doing, man? church?
4: Come on, buddy. That's
5: comforting little yeah. there were- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on, buddy. got to wake up. I mean,
4: you no hat. I mean, he couldn't. Right. He- I don't even think we wearing a hat or a head. Co- wow!
5: I haven't gone in so long. Like, I mean, I think this the is rules all are pretty much me. the
6: same as, as far as Catholics go. Right. I grew up. I grew up. I went to college in Eureka College for a while, which is like Ronald Reagan's alma mater. They beat it to death. Ronald Reagan Oak Tree. Ronald Reagan. Oh, Lady well, grass, it's, it's like if you go stuff. to John Burroughs, like yeah, uh, uh, John Ammon went here. Uh, but I it was heard. in a it was in a dry county, in a. Dry campus, dry county. We had to drive to the county line to a bar called the Outpost to drink, or we'd go to ISU and Bradley and party on the weekends. But it was a big apostolic community. Are you familiar with this? New, new apostolic? Uh, I don't know if it was new or old.
3: That's like a branch I, off. Uh, I don't know the difference. The only thing I know is they kind of did but... the
6: rum Rumspringa thing, but it wasn't like they weren't Amish. They were like the way, so you're huh. a college guy in a town full of these 18, when a when, when kids are 18 to whatever age they decide, when they're 18, they go on sowing their oats. It's part of their... You can go do whatever you want. Go sow your oats. We don't want to know about it. Coming
5: mm-hmm. to America. But when What's you come back about?
6: to the church, you have to come back clean and you get renewed virginity and all this stuff. And the only reason I know this is because all the girls in that town partied hard. So you're like an 18-year-old college guy moved to a town that all the local girls are just like... We got to get it all And we're trying to sow our oats So I don't want to say we got to fit it all in Because that would not That's not good for the context But hey No, but it's funny
5: (laughs) You did good And true
6: And uh No, it was just a wild You know, I didn't know anything about that So like There was a girl I dated She's like a lifeguard at a pool And she was apostolic And like There was a lot of weird stuff Wrapped up in there, man Because she's like She was partying hard and I'm just like... I wonder if they'll let her drink coffee during their service. I don't know. I don't Probably know if that not. was included. Uh, you know, who knows? it seemed like everything was off the table. For your sowing your oats, everything's on the table. Because she was like, I want to drink. Because caffeine was part of it. She's like, I didn't really get to have caffeine.
2: Huh.
3: Interesting.
6: That saw- could have been a parental thing. I don't think at a synagogue I- either. I've, I've been to, you know, a
4: couple uh, synagogue services. I don't... I, don't, I, saw- I'm I sang at a
3: couple... Uh, I sing in a wedding at a new new Apostolic Church. It was very um, almost like a, like a Pentecostal kind of uh, Baptist sort of meets evangelical. There's like an old school traditional, like you know, old British church kind of vibe to it, mm. without the Catholicism.
7: Yeah, I don't know much about them. Yeah, as far
4: as the sipping uh, sipping coffee during service. Uh, pretty much fifty-fifty. Like some, some appear shocked at the idea of actually bringing coffee in a church. Like I was like, "Oh, who yeah. does that?" And the other, like, fifty other fifty percent were like, ah, "Yeah, no big deal."
5: I wonder if rules like that are bending because it's reported on that so many people are leaving organized religion we'll that do. they're they're essentially like we have to we have to adjust with the times. How you know? Yeah. How can we be you know get people that maybe have left the church yeah, to well, come
4: back? You know, what they start doing serving breakfast. Pancakes. In, in the church, like have a breakfast buffet.
5: Pews and pancakes.
4: Pews and pancakes. Like have a breakfast buffet set up in the back.
5: Right. Talk about this. Like a guy.
4: just simple, like, you know, biscuits, maybe some like hotel eggs.
3: Pastor's up there talking, all you hear is just, just all the clinking of the utensils. Right. No, pla- we'll
4: use plastic. Plastic forks.
5: <laughs> and Reusable and utensils. utensils.
4: Stop it. We're trying to get people to come in the church. We're not thinking about that. No, kind of
5: stuff. you got it renewable. Come
4: on. We'll just have, you know, in the back. <laughs> Stop it. In the back, we'll do we'll do a breakfast buffet. Yes, and then you know you take your food to the pew, and then the, okay, the I'll do his thing.
3: At my parents' church on Wednesday night, that's what they do. They do uh, they do dinner and a whole like I don't even know what it is. Congregate. I mean, it's a th- it's a, it's the thing. There's not like but that's a sermon. Down
7: the sermon basement, right?
6: There's always no, no. It's
3: in the great hall.
6: Oh, there's always a cultural shift, right? There's always like a, a, a clinging to the old until some sort of part of our culture technology permeates itself to where they're losing members of the congregation and then all of a sudden things change. That's typically... Yeah. Because I wonder if there was, like, an Amish community when Horse and Buggy came out that was like, whoa, no! no. <laughs> you carry your stuff in a backpack and yeah. you hump it across the country. Like, I wonder if there's like, one community that held out forever that were like, no thank you, wheels. No thank you, but yeah. a buggy... Too That's much the, technology. The buggy is the devil. That's You know what that is? That's the devil's wheelbarrow. No, thank yeah. you. You're going to ride you straight to hell. That's right. That, That's there right probably left. was, dude. There probably was some old tribe that refused to get on horseback. That was just like, no, nope, that is not the way nature intended us to travel. And eventually, people were like, okay, we probably should ride horses. We're getting really tired carrying all our stuff around. Yeah, we're losing.
3: I mean, you're talking millennia back.
6: Yeah, it could be. If
3: you're getting to the point of, Of should we ride that animal or not?
6: Of course. Of course. But, I mean, there's probably some. Who knows, man? There's probably... There's always... Somebody at the other end of the spectrum, mm. whatever yeah, yeah. that spectrum is, there's always yeah. someone. The there.
3: horse is definitely at the other end of the spectrum yeah. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. cell phone. Yes, <laughs>
6: like a purist. But there's, but that horse is at the top of another spectrum that goes <laughs> even further back, which is crazy. Mammoths. I don't go in for riding no animals, brother. <laughs> the Lord wanted me to ride an animal. I'd have been born on horseback. You know, there's somebody. When they give me, legs. For, sure, give me legs, for sure, man. There's somebody. When they give me that. legs, that's how Pete it. <laughs> yeah. I got to give credit to somebody who emailed this in because it made me laugh twice. And they said that they heard to the Kentucky Derby referred to as Amish NASCAR. <laughs> and
2: That's perfect. I've that's heard that
6: before. I've never heard that before. Oh, and that actually great. made me laugh. I don't know if that's a meme, but that is hysterical. <laughs> that is,
7: Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's beautiful.
6: That's good.
4: Hey, before we move on to the uh, team, members, remember that I do want to shout out uh Trimlight, Southeast Missouri, our first hat of the week. It's a hat I'm wearing.
5: Very yeah. nice.
4: Trimlight Southeast Missouri. So Trimlight is an innovative, patented lighting system that allows customers to have permanent exterior lighting professionally installed on their homes and businesses, eliminating the hassle and worry of hanging Christmas or holiday lights ever again. I got their uh, their catalog here, dude. They do some great work. Like so if you're okay, talking dang, about if good. you're talking about exterior illumination, exterior illumination. Trimlight Southeast Missouri. I'm wearing their hat. See them online, trimlightsemo.com, T-R-I-M-L-I-G-H-T-S-E-M-O.com, trimlightsemo.com. And I want to thank Trimlight for their generous donation to the Song Society. Uh, Song Society is a St. Louis-based nonprofit charity organization that provides music therapy by board-certified music therapists to support and empower the voices of kids, teens, and families affected by medical life changes, cancer, or chronic illness, free of charge. So if your company, just like Trimlight, wants to sponsor uh, a hat of the week, could be on my head, could be on Learn's head, Scott, Rafe, Moon. Uh, I'm going to wear the hat all week. It's going to be on camera. I'll give your business a plug every day, at least twice, at least twice a day. day. Uh, All you have to do is make a generous donation to uh, the Song Society and email us rizshow 1057 we will forward your information onto the powers that be. So you could be Hat of the Week. So thanks once again to TrimLight, Southeast Missouri, TrimLightSimo.com. And it's brought to you by Hot Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit HotshotsNet.com slash Team From Othel, Missouri, Jeremy Hale is out. Hey, Jeremy. Team today. Jeremy has been a listener to both the Riz Show and the Point for the last 10 years. Loves catching up on episodes of the podcast on his days off and always turns it on when he cooks. Uh, Jeremy's favorite parts of the show match up with the moon, Rafe's e-memoriam, learns female perspective on things and how Scott does a great job of just showing up every day.
7: Uh, There you go. Very good. Very sweet.
3: Very sweet.
4: Uh, Jeremy.
7: (laughs) They said
3: very sweet.
4: Uh, Jeremy Hale from O'Fell, Missouri, is our Team Riz member of the day. Get said super sweet. Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057 pointcom slash Team Riz. Uh, Joe is asking, are silly hats welcome? Sure. I'll wear oh, a silly yeah. hat.
5: Give me one of those uh, beer hats. You know what I'm talking about? Like beer, beer helmet? helmet?
7: Beer helmet. <laughs> Didn't put where your, I got put a
5: sticker of your business on there. Give me that beer helmet, and I'll be a... Uh, Putting some seltzers in there drinking that all morning. So the weirdos they Great.
7: Yeah. they paid for one a couple years ago and it was the IP and pool that. Oh, oh that's IP right. and pool, yeah. I want the
6: giant foam cowboy hat with uh, some sort of <laughs> some sort of branding on it.
4: Hey, if you wanna if you wanna have Rafe wear a giant foam ten gallon hat, nice bring it in. Bring it, the, it in. Guy fietti like hair hat. Make the donation. Hey, I don't care I don't care. You could even make the donation.
5: Put a crown with a wig. I'm down
4: whatever you want to
6: do. You put a wig on top of your wig?
5: Mm Mm-hmm, this is a wig. Hi,
4: Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976, and today, the area's biggest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through the end of October at all 43 store locations, Dobbs is having a major tire sale event. The buy three get one free tire event and they want you to drive in today to save big on your next set of Goodyear or Cooper tires because when you buy three select Goodyear or Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free, but it gets better. When you combine your purchase with the manufacturer rebates, you'll save even more on your new set of Goodyear or Cooper tires, click on go to Dobbs.com for complete details and for Info about all their money-saving October deals, not only on quality tires, but on expert auto service, too. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Go to Dobbs.com. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now, think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now, you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com R-I-Z-Z. That's Centric, dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at Centric.com slash Riz even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Offensive Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018... 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterville Vets deck and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews, they used their own tools. Um You'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
0: Frizz.
6: Is Jay Farrell. You're listening to the Rizzuto
4: Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Have a good day. See you later.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our buddy, Jay Farrell. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057 thepointcom slash Riz the Socials at R-I-Z Show. Your emails, RizShow Show at 1057ThePoint.com. Sex time fun facts coming up, Sex Toy of the Week. At 8:30, we'll talk to Chris Hansen. Yes, that's Chris Hansen. To catch a predator, Chris Hansen. He's got a lot of stuff. I mean, he's He's no longer he's no longer working for NBC, right? But he's really leaned into this whole catching these guys online trying to have sex with underage people. I mean, the guy's doing the Lord's work, Mm -hmm. and he's caught over 400 dudes. That's awesome. So he's got uh, basically he launched a streaming network called True Blue, and he does the to catch predator stuff on there. Uh, he's got a podcast called Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen, which I binged on the way home yesterday from South Bend.
5: But the kids loved that.
4: Well, they had their earbuds in.
5: Oh, okay, good.
4: So they weren't paying attention to what I was listening to. Right. But some of this. So it's basically, if you remember to catch a predator, it's almost like a Where are they now?
5: Oh wow. Oh, yeah. He goes and interviews these people. No, he oh. doesn't.
4: He doesn't. He tries to reach out to them. But he will research. Remember the guy we talked about last week. Who showed up to the house naked? Yes. Uh, Marvin, you're naked. It's the famous line that came out of that episode. Like, what's Marvin up to now?
5: Was he on the show?
4: Marvin was not on the show. Marvin was deported. We found out.
5: Oh. But Chris Hansen had an update on Marvin. Right. I see. Okay, I'm following along.
4: Right. So predators I've caught with Chris Hansen. It's uh, over 150 episodes now on 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 podcasts. So. I want
5: to know why. I mean. I'm interested to talk to him later because where did this interest come from? Like, did he just happen upon this sort of clientele that he is catching, or did did he go to school for this and like have a forensic no, no, no. degree? No. It, was, no. it, it
3: was it was like a segment in Dateline. Yeah. It was I know, a but segment be- on and it, Dateline. And it was just NBC. a popular segment. I'm sure he didn't even do it. I'm sure right. it was a producer, like, it was saying, just saying, hey, let's try this. And they did it as a segment. And he it was-
4: explains it in the podcast. Like, he came up with the concept. Uh, he had just come back from like China. The week before, doing a story on counterfeit drugs, and this happened to be the next story he was doing, mm. and they set up the sting. In fact, the first sting they did, there were no cops waiting for these guys. Like he would interview them, Whoa. and they would just leave. Dang. And in subsequent to catch predators, uh, the more popular it became, they would team up with law enforcement. So once Hanson was done with the interview inside.
5: They would get arrested. They would get
4: arrested as soon as they left. And he's got some wild stories. I bet. How about Chris Hansen is probably the only man in America who people hate seeing unexpectedly? <laughs> 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 people hate when Chris Hansen shows up unexpectedly. Can
2: you
3: imagine when he walks into a restaurant? you know, Have, have <laughs> people in <laughs> oh,
2: no. the waiting area
3: just going, God, oh na-na.
2: my God! No, 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 no. Who is it?
3: Who's he here to get? <laughs> Is that Chris Hansen? Oh, my goodness.
6: Oh, no. It'd be a funny uh, restaurant rescue to have Chris Hansen be your host. Have a seat. No, you
2: know what? (laughs) Uh We're not even hungry anymore. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I'm
6: out. No,
4: I want to ask him if he ever felt he was in danger. Mm -hmm. Like, was there ever a guy that, like, bowed up on him? I'm sure. I know he talks about in the podcast um, when they would do these sting operations in Florida. Since they have very loose concealed carry laws
2: mm-hmm.
4: in Florida, there were a couple times where they would do the investigations, make sure it's hot weather, so nobody's wearing a coat. Wow! Like that's yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. they thought about.
7: That's smart. Hmm.
4: And he had security with him. Yeah, it's whole, we'll, we'll talk to Chris. We'll talk. To, we'll talk to Christopher Hansen. Around around eight thirty. Uh, all right, today is October the 9th, back in the day, a big day in St. Louis history, October 9th, 54 years ago, headline, the day they fired Harry Carey, a shock to Cardinals fans. So on this day, 54 years ago, Cardinal Nation was stunned by the firing of broadcaster Harry Carey, and Isaac Bush said the decision was marketing-based. Although, you know what the rumor is? No. So why did they fire Harry Carey? Do you know who that is?
2: Yeah. Harry Kinry. Uh,
4: wasn't the rumor yeah, that he's Oh my God, is he here? Oh, he's the ghost of Harry Kinry. <laughs> Harry Kinry. How
2: you
5: guys do it? That's pretty good. Thank you.
4: Wait. I, I think he's more. Do it again.
5: No, I, no, I think he's more. Hold no, now. on.
6: Let's
4: hear this, Harry Kinry. Like, you almost first. you almost think of
6: the Will Ferrell doing it. Yeah,
2: SNL, right? Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Um, hi, Harry Right, it's down. almost so over the top that you're like, he didn't really sound like that, but he did kind of sound like kind of sound like that. But I think at the end, nationally,
4: I think history will see him more of as a, as a Cubs broadcaster. Yeah,
5: yeah, definitely yeah, for sure. I for know I should have got a Cardinals. Yeah, 100%. history
6: already sees him as a Cubs broadcaster, but he started out he would drunkenly slur, take me out to the ball game.
3: Yes. Yeah, you know, his his whole look and his voice and his demeanor and his attack on everything <laughs> kind of gives voice to how I remember feeling. A all, functioning
4: drunk, that's no, 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 right. No,
3: that's all right, yes. of the comic strips on the back of the newspaper from the funnies in the 80s would have sounded. That is the voice that read. The, you know what I'm saying? Like I hate Mondays. <laughs>
2: you know what I'm saying? So I'm Hagar the horrible. That's what
3: I mean. Like Harry That's Carey awesome. kind of voices, in my opinion. <laughs> how, uh, you know, in, in my experience, how I read the funnies. <laughs> In the 80s and 90s. Hey, everybody, hey, Dagwood here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to
6: make a big sandwich.
3: His voice works for every single one of them. Mother, Go- Mother Goose and Graham, or whatever. Uh, like All of hilarious.
6: them. That's hilarious. I'll never be able to read a comic again it's, without doing that. Exactly. Yeah, good. I, I don't think that. that you're right, but now I I want it for yeah, myself. you comics. I'm what a- telling
3: you. No, I, 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 I boosted them.
6: Even Doonesbury, dude.
3: So it, it
4: applies for all, <laughs> all of them. He was a, so Harry Carey was a Cardinal broadcaster for 25 years. <gasps> oh wow! And oh my was, god, that's was, funny. So for 25 years, he was. It
6: was him and Joe Buck. I'm, I'm
2: sorry, Jack,
4: Jack
6: Buck. Buck. Jack Buck. They were like, guys, one of you has to stop drinking, or we're going to fire one of you. <laughs> well, so what was the
4: rumor? The rumor was, and this is according to the Post-Dispatch, and Isaac Bush said the decision was was marketing-based, although rumors swirled that Harry Carey was having an affair yeah. with Susan Bush, wife of August Bush III. I heard this. Uh, August Bush would later deny the rumors, but in Under the Influence, which was a book published in 1991, Harry Carey said... You couldn't say I did, and I wouldn't
6: say I didn't. <laughs> okay.
3: All right. You couldn't well, say I it. did, and, it. and I
6: wouldn't
4: say like I didn't. Which sounds like something
6: your drunk uncle would say. <laughs> huh? Okay. What? Just so just, the, just the
4: opening couple lines <laughs> yeah. of
6: the post-dispatch from that day.
4: Harry Carey, after 25 years of broadcasting Cardinal baseball games, was job hunting today. His employer, since 1954... Anheuser-Busch, Inc. dismissed him yesterday. Carey said he was told at 3.25 p.m. by Anheuser-Busch Advertising Director Donald Hamill that his contract would not be renewed for 1970 and that he would be replaced by Jack Buck as head of the Cardinal Broadcasting Team. Carey said he was expected to talk to representatives of other Major League teams when he attends the World Series next week. He says, I love the Cardinals, but I love baseball too much not to broadcast it. Obviously, this is before the Cubs picked him up. Right. Hmm. A statement issued by the company president, August A. Bush Jr., said the decision was based on a recommendation from the company's marketing division. Bush said, we have been very glad to have Harry Carey as a member of our broadcasting team since 1954. and <laughs> so we so he, didn't assu-
3: even, he didn't even take the blame. He didn't even could take assu- the responsibility. We can uh- assure
4: our fans that we will be doing everything possible to make Cardinal broadcasts of the future both interesting and enjoyable.
3: He put it on the marketing team, a third party. Hey, yeah. They told me to. If That's
6: wild, too. If you're upset about How it. How drunk you have to be on the air to get fired by Augie Bush? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man. That's you're,
3: insane, You're drinking dude. too much to be broadcasting from Bush That's Stadium. That's insane. Right. In <laughs> an interview after the announcement,
4: Harry Carey said, I'm bruised, I'm hurt, and I feel badly about it. He disputed the marketing reason given for his dismissal, saying that Bush beer sales had risen from 200,000 cases to 3 million barrels annually since he began advertising it. Mm. And it was a
6: are yeah, they still in charge of that? Fifty-four years Does Anheuser-Busch still own the Cardinals? Do they run the... No, no, no. Who's the, in the booth? The DeWitts. Right. When did that happen? When did that when change? The, when the DeWitts bought. Oh, okay. Was that the 80s or 90s? I
7: think it was the 80s, right when... I don't know. I, I guess that's
6: just wild to it? me that I didn't realize... 1995. I mean, I knew it was Bush Stadium, huh? but I guess I just thought they did a stadium sponsorship. I didn't realize they could actually hire and fire people at any point in Well, history. when the Bushes owned the Cardinals. Right. I'm saying I didn't... I don't think I actually really ever grasped that they owned the entire organization. Oh. One
5: hundred and fifty million dollars they bought the Cardinals for.
3: Yeah, Anheuser Busch owned it from '53 to '96.
5: Dang, wow. that seems low. One hundred and fifty million. Does that sound right? Nineteen ninety-five. I guess that. Yeah.
3: Oh,
7: now it's got to be worth. Yeah, that was the Nineties. It was. You could do that. It was only recently till teams hit a billion, and now everything's a billion.
6: Yeah. Hmm. Inflation's a real, Dude's real bitch. Real hog huh? and real oh, bitch. Real <laughs> bitch.
4: Uh, that's what happened back in the day.
5: And now, crack-
4: on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crowd on celebrities.
5: And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrighthouseCo.com 636-600-0188. Well,
4: and that's why it's also a big deal that uh, Harry Carey's grandson, the very handsome Chip Carey, is now the play-by-play guy.
5: Really? I didn't know Chip Carey was Harry Carey's grandson.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a man crush on him.
5: I know you do. Man is handsome. Does he have... Didn't Harry Carey have the Coke bottle glasses? Mm Oh, yeah. Does Chip Carey look like that? No. No. All right. (laughs) Hey, speaking of new couples, uh, (laughs) new couple alert. Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper seem to be an item. The two had dinner in New York City on Thursday night, according to Page Six. The supermodel is 28. The hot actor is 48. They left a restaurant together in the same vehicle. So everybody's putting this together. Gigi and Bradley are an item. Uh, What if they were just sharing an Uber? I don't know, man, but he was dating Huma Abedin, who was the ex-wife of Anthony Weiner. And Gigi had recently linked up with Leonardo DiCaprio, but he only dates... Chicks that are like 20 25. 25 and under. So she's 28, so she graduated from him.
6: Ew, too old for Leo. Yuck. Yucko. He ain't having it. A- <laughs> I want us all to
5: imagine being Ben Affleck for a second because uh, J-Lo is really jealous of Ben Affleck's relationship with his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, who's an excellent human being as well. Yeah. Uh, she reportedly ordered him to spend less time with his ex-wife, even had a heated text exchange between the Jennifers. So Jennifer Lopez texting Jennifer Garner, allegedly, about, you know, essentially staying away from her man, even though Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner have children together and co-parent and do all the things. Sure. I guess J-Lo's upset. So, just put yourself in Ben Affleck's world right now. Great actor, millionaire. Two
6: hot chicks fighting
4: over you. Two ya.
5: hot chicks yeah. fighting over you. Two Jennifers. Two Jennifers.
6: Yeah, he's just smoking a cigarette, drinking a Duncan. Like, I got to stop banging Jennifers. Yeah, <laughs> you know like what? I, we solved this with a pillow fight. Yes.
3: We, uh, I Jennifer was... Love Hewitt,
6: get out of here. Get away from me. <laughs> I can't help myself.
3: We watched uh, we watched Anaconda over the weekend. Oh man, it's great. Man, Glass. it really is. Like, my, my son's John just White. like oh my gosh. Ice Cube this is Ice Cube, Owen uh uh Owen Wilson, um Jennifer Lopez, and then some other gal that's super recognizable that no one knows her name. The redheaded gal. Yeah. She's in like a whole bunch of stuff from back in the oh, 90's I don't know who that she is. Just
5: Anyway, while you do that, The Rock has responded to haters who called him out for asking people to donate to the victims of the Maui wildfires. Uh, He was surprisingly diplomatic about it. He said, quote, I understand money ain't falling out of the sky. It's not growing on trees. And there's a lot of people out there living paycheck to paycheck. He says, I get it. I used to be one of those people. Um, And he said, you know, I understand. He goes, I've never launched a fund before, but I'm a quick study. Lesson learned. Uh, The Rock and Oprah started this particular fundraising effort, which kicked in $10 million for victims."
4: And you know what it was? It almost was like the Imagine thing. Yeah. Like we don't need to hear from rich people right now.
5: Yeah, I mean it's nice that they, hopefully they also gave.
4: I think they In addition
5: to you know telling others to give. I think
4: they gave a lot.
5: Yeah, I do too. So I don't know. I, I I don't I don't mind people standing up for good. Like.
4: You know what? Stand
6: down, Oprah. We don't need you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Stand down, Oprah. Get back into your hyperbaric chamber. We'll break the glass. When everyone needs a car, uh, who is a redheaded woman? Carrie Wurr, and she was in a lot of stuff. She was in Hercules. She was in a lot of TV stuff. Mm. She's beautiful. She looks, she looks kind of looks like Ashley Judd.
7: Oh, yeah.
3: Eric Stoltz was in it.
6: You know oh. what I mean? Yeah,
3: Eric Stoltz is like the main dude that Jennifer mm-hmm. uh, Lopez is with.
6: She was in CSI for a while. Carrie Wurr. General Ha CSI Miami. Wurr. W H. R-E-R. 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 R-E-R.
5: Let's talk about World Ferrell. Will Ferrell returned to his Ferrell. alma mater. He was a guest DJ at the USC fraternity tailgate party where his eldest son Magnus is currently enrolled. Uh, the TikTok video shows Shows Will Ferrell behind the ones and twos, spinning "Eye of the Tiger" by Survivor. Uh, he's um, he's dressed with the occasion uh, headphones worn atop his backward USC red cap. So he was having uh, a great time.
4: Somebody asked, I, I saw the video and somebody asked this question: What would you, how would you have reacted if your mom or dad showed up to DJS set at your college or university?
5: If my parent was famous, it would be pretty yeah, cool. It was Will Ferrell. Yeah. I mean. That was that. He's the best person to come in because it immediately, immediately, Frank the Tank. He probably did the whole thing.
4: Yeah, but you see that as a fan of Will Ferrell, but uh, his
6: kid. Yeah.
5: You don't think he loves his dad so much? That's probably the best relationship.
6: Maybe, but it's still their parental relationship still exists. I, I just think, I don't know. Like, does your kid think it's? Would your kid think it's cool that his? Radio DJ Dad showed up at the high school and DJ to party.
2: I don't <laughs> think or would this he be morning.
6: like, I love you and I do think your job is cool, but can you just stay out of my spaces? Yeah, I think we're getting to that point right now. Yeah, I do too, because they want their own personality. There's a lot of weird hang ups. Uh, anybody's parents
4: try to embarrass them in front of high school friends?
5: Yeah, not really. Not, no. Maybe.
7: Probably.
5: My mom's wild though. Like the first time my band played at Copper <laughs> Fire. This has been a couple years ago. My mom and my aunt, like, danced on a table. And they don't, like, they're wild, but they don't normally yeah, you do you were that. an adult. I know, but now I'm like, Ma, you have to get down. You can't be. Ma. Ma.
4: The meatloaf. I'll let your mom have fun, for I w- God's I let sakes. her. I let
5: her. I'm not saying I'm saying it to you. I'm not saying it to her.
4: <laughs> Sorry, baby. It's Jill time. It's
5: Jill time.
4: <laughs> yeah, but <as laughs> that's what she said. Like and then Jill Jill she just pill. danced across the but table. But as a high schooler. Did she ever do anything to embarrass no. you? I can't think of anything my parents My did.
5: mom ignored me in high school. She was, like, raising a baby. Don't even give me It's A whole therapy session on that. Anyway. Uh, Power Sorry. Trip Festival in Indio, California awesome. was over the weekend, and uh, the real star of this entire weekend was ACDC. dc They came out. They haven't played on stage together since 2016. Uh, absolutely killed it. Played some new music off of their latest release from 2020, Power Up. And they, th- out of all the headlines out of Power Trip Festival, it was ac I saw
4: Judas. I saw a couple songs from Judas Priest. Yeah. Uh, Metallica front row Mm -hmm. Watching them
5: How cool is that?
4: I know it was James and Kirk Front row In front of the the barricade Watching them And James Hetfield Singing to every song
5: (laughs) Well and as Judas Priest Did their 18 song Set at Power Trip Festival They also said That they're going to be Releasing a new record Uh, There's a single That's going to come out Um, This Friday So that was kind of like The big smash Out of everything You got more details About that upcoming release But yeah Judas Priest is awesome Have you ever seen Judas Priest? No I haven't Hell of a show They played up at the They played at St. Louis Music Park Music Park And then This last time around They were at Family Arena I didn't go to that show But I was at the St. Louis Music Park one I was third row
4: Does he still bring The motorcycle on stage? Really? Yeah. Wow
5: Dude it's You gotta see them Like they'll come back around Gel- and I got some audio for this next story uh, Jelly Roll uh, saw a fan in the crowd during a recent show wanted to bring up a bond stage this guy was in a wheelchair so it obviously made a uh, task a little bit more difficult Jelly Roll asked the crowd to join together to get this guy to crowd surf the fan to the front of the stage here's some audio of yo that. hold on hold on hold on we need to get him to the f- stage
2: if we we're
0: gonna start- hold on we don't need a lot of help, though we can't drop the ball on this but this is big
4: Oh, that's nice. Have I've, you ever seen somebody
5: do that? Yeah, I for the first time ever at Sonic Temple Festival this year. I took a video of this guy. I don't. I think it was during Deftones. I, it was. I mean, it, it just brings a tear to your eye because, like, the all of a sudden, smile. It's, oh my god! In a wheelchair, just having the time of their life and walking that thing to the front of the stage, like. Oh, there's also a so video
4: cool. of somebody getting dumped.
5: I don't want to see that.
4: Moon, if you would.
5: Oh no! Oh, Come on, man.
4: We've seen this video before.
3: Ah uh, yes, let's find that.
4: Somebody getting dumped out of the wheelchair.
5: I mean, it happens. As, but...
4: as like the smile on the face, like look at me, up, crowds- I'm in but a wheelchair But that is the coolest thing ever. And then dumped right out <laughs> <laughs>
5: Like whoever decided like to be the first person who was in a wheelchair the that, the to the be able, that able to you crowd put surf. surf,
3: and then dumped right out.
6: Watch, watch, learn. Got the video up. Uh. Don't look away, learn. Where's
4: this at? Okay. There we go.
2: He's way up. Oh Oh,
4: no!
3: no. The insane thing is, they're still holding (laughs) the chair, not even realizing that the human being has fallen out. No one caught the guy. No one's paying attention. What are you doing?
7: Right. What are you doing? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Being kind. Oh, man. That didn't happen. Did you see? No one telling the the guy. Hey,
4: the guy's on the ground. They're still surfing the
7: wheelchair. They're still going. Oh, my God. No one is paying attention. (laughs) What, did the singer want the guy or the chair? (laughs) Oh, man.
5: Oh.
3: That was. Learn tilt the camera up so they can see. That
2: is. One more uh,
5: time.
3: (laughs) Just nobody. I mean, in here, no one's arms are up. What are you doing? Everybody. (laughs) Including his.
4: Everybody, it looks like it didn't brace its fall either. <laughs> not, no, at not at all. Not at all. This God, thing went down it.
6: hard. Oh, Sack of potatoes, hard. <laughs> oh man, damn! Stop laughing at that. <laughs> sound. That didn't happen at <laughs> Jelly Roll, though, right? That did not happen no, at Jelly Roll. It? In fact, everything the, went well.
5: The guy got on stage. Jelly Roll embraced the fan, and then they sang a part of "Son of the Center" with him.
4: Everything went great.
5: Everything was Good. great. You need to stop that's crying what, your eyes out, laughing.
4: That's what what's not what not to do.
5: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for You're showing okay? us what not to do. Thank you I'm fine. for that. Everything's <laughs> fine. Everything's good. Uh, Corey Taylor canceled his set at Aftershock Festival on Saturday, wrote out to fans. um, He fell on stage, sustained a significant injury to his knee. On top of that, he had a few members of his team out with COVID. Also, Avenged Sevenfold were forced to postpone on Saturday. Uh, M. Shadow realized that a virus that he caught two days earlier, um, he still needed to kind of treat that. His voice completely shut down, so those two guys are out. Um, In good news, Foo Fighters were joined by Shania Twain at the Austin City Limits Music Festival on Saturday. Lots of people saying it was, like, cringeworthy. With her coming out and uh, uh, singing "My Hero," but it wasn't that bad. I mean, she I, I was improvised. It. You know, what are you gonna do?
7: She had her regular hair on too.
5: Yeah, she had bright red hair. And finally, if uh, you have watched many movies over time, there's movies that stand out that have iconic product placement. This—I think of
4: one oh, yeah. immediately.
5: And I'm, is, it's probably number one. Is
4: it
7: E.T.? Yeah,
5: I was going to say E.T. It's not E.T. with the Reese's Pieces. That's number eight. Ooh. Wayne's World, dude. It was Wayne's, Wayne's World. Wayne's
6: World. Newprint, Little, this Yellow, It's the different. funniest product placement in any movie. He, like, leaned in.
5: Yeah, Reebok, so Pizza funny. Hut, Doritos, Pepsi. Was Newprint like, like, is the one.
6: coca Kid or something. Yellow, Different. <laughs> little. I have a headache.
5: <laughs> There's a couple of uh, Audi brands that make this list.
4: Oh, what about, um, remember the Italian job?
5: Oh yeah, Mini
3: Coopers.
4: Well,
6: Mini Coopers. Yeah, Mini,
3: Mini Cooper Coopers? not
5: on the list.
6: Mm. Wait, is the list of the company or
3: that the was movie? what put Mini it's Coopers movies. on the map,
5: Brian? Right. on the map, there's two different movies that had Audi represented in them that are iconic. Can you think? And I, I th- you've seen both of these movies. Um, so. Batman, not Batman. It's a superhero thing, right? Super. It's Iron Man. Oh. Iron Man, Man was number yes. three. What about Aston Martin with uh, James Bond? That came in at number two, dude. Well, I mean, uh,
3: John from Goldfinger, James Bond. You see. Uh, he got that same Aston Martin that was oh, in... Really? Uh, what was the casino? What was like one was like 2006? One. No Time to Die. Yeah, whatever the first Daniel Craig one was, he got that one. Super crazy.
6: I remember they Maguire. went hard on the first Spider-Man movie, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. Singular, when it was still a wireless. Oh, wow. Singular? I remember he was like on the wall with the big singular wireless thing. Yeah. In the, maybe in the saliva singular, video.
3: Singular was dumping money everywhere yeah. they could. Yeah, we were sponsored by singular a couple thank times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wireless
6: yeah a man. singular. What How about he for him too. When I say uh,
5: Nike, which two movies come to mind to you for product placement? Nike.
6: Yes, I, I mean, uh, obviously that Jordan movie about Air. Nike.
5: Not that one? No.
6: Oh. Th- that's these are too on the nose. These
5: are movies from the 80s and 90s.
6: Uh Nike. Back to the Future.
5: Back to oh, the Future
7: yeah. number it's 10. Self-lacing uh, ones. And Forrest
5: Gump. And Forrest Gump, that's right.
7: Forrest Gump. Talladega Knights has to be Applebee's, right? Nope,
5: not Wonder on the Bread. list. Tide. Boy, he uh, sure does Wonder like Bread, Tide. Yeah. What about FedEx?
4: Oh, uh, Castaway. Uh, Castaway.
5: Castaway came at uh, number five. Ace Ventura. Um, <laughs> Etch a Sketch. ET. Uh, Close.
4: Oh, man, I could see more. War Games.
5: It. Cartoon. Toy Story. Oh,
6: yeah. That's a loose one.
5: That's a loose one. Um, but no, it was Back to the Future with Nike at number 10. iRobot with Audi. Reese's Pieces with E.T. Yeah. number 8. Spider-Man and Doritos and Singular Wireless at number 7. Nike and f- with Forrest Gump at number 6. Cast Away with FedEx and Wilson at number 5. Toy- oh,
2: Wilson, yeah. Toy
5: Story with Etch-A-Sketch number 4. Iron Man with Audi number 3. James Bond, Aston Martin number 2. And Wayne's World, Pizza Hut, Doritos, Pepsi, Reebok, and many others.
6: That was cool. funny. Do you want to know a show that goes... Apple TV goes so hard on their Apple product placement that it takes me out of some shows. There's a show called Servant, where it's like the M. Night Shyamalan show. You guys watch it? No. Mm-mm. It was fine. First season's really good, then it goes off the rails like most M. Night Shyamalan things. But it, it's like they everything's filmed in this house, and the house has like an evil malevolent spirit in it. But they have so many forced scenes where they show like, Her Apple FaceTiming, and it's, like, the app... It's, like, it's so crystal clear. Like, it's all the tech. They, like... You can clearly see they wrote, like, some of the Apple tech into the script. And it is to the point that it's, like... It's too much. Yeah, she'll be, like, if you need to talk to Julian, just FaceTime him. It's crystal clear. (laughs) And it's just, like... And then it's just, like, they're walking, and it's, like, she shows a hand, like, holding this beautiful Apple product. And it's just so egregious that everything... It takes you out of it. I wonder it's what the terrible.
5: deal is. Like, how many products do they have to? Or how do you many know what they
6: to? do it in Ted Lasso too. Well, if yeah. You really pay attention in Ted Lasso. There's some Apple product placement. which Yeah.
3: Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Jacob Batalon is 27. That's Peter Parker's best friend Ned in the MCU Spider-Man movies. Bella Hadid is 27. Scotty McCreary. No Jose, can you see? Is uh, 30. <laughs> Zachary, Ty, Brian, three first names. That's Tim Allen's oldest son, Brad, on Home Improvement. He's 42. Nick Swardson is 47. Sean Lennon, John and Yoko's son, is 48. Steve Burns, that's the original host of Blue's Clues. Steve is 50. PJ wow. Harvey is 54. Guillermo del Toro is 59. Scott Bakula is 69. Hey. Kirkwood grad. Yep. Scott uh, well. uh, Bakula. J- Kirkwood's John- <laughs> on. That's right.
4: He's on the walk of fame.
3: John O'Hurley, 69. I told you about that, right? And anytime Scott Bakula's name was mentioned, my dad would always go, hey, uh, Kirkwood grad. Kirkwood so grad, I can't. Yeah. I can't hear those things not separate. Uh, Tony Shaloub. Uh Monk is 70. And Sharon Osborne is 71. Oh, and Jackson Brown is 75 years old. Today. Alright,
4: today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Vivian Valentine. And today's birthday girl's been in 179 fine films, including 72 Cheerleader Orgy, 75 Nurse Orgy, Caught From Behind 30, Debbie Does Iowa, Debbie Does New Orleans, Far Beyond Phil 3, Flesh Peddler 6, Hot Bods and Tailpipe 8 and 12, oh. Naked Ghosts, Sandwich of Love, Young Buns 10, yeah. and Who Could Forget a Roll in 2005's Things That Go Hump in the Night. <laughs> Vivian Valentine is 47 years old. That's your porno birthday, those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with your sex time fun facts. All right, here's a question going into the break. Would you date somebody who's broke? Would you date somebody who's broke? We'll chop it up next. Oh, also the sexiest accent in the world.
5: Thoughts? Nice. Oh, I know exactly what it okay, is. Okay, well.
4: We'll see if you're correct or not. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Offensive Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018. Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in in disrepair and we we're trying to put band-aids on it like the railings were loose we have to tell people please for your for your health and safety don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death uh, so we, we eventually had to do it we had to we had a bite the bullet we had to call on Chesville vets deck and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck they used their own crews they used their own tools um We did the underdecking, we did the uh, the concrete patio, they did it all, everything was in-house over there and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows, they're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
3: Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Right now you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things T experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at MoonLovesWoods.com.
0: Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy
7: birthday, Riz!
4: Well, I guess with the football pick'em challenge against the Fastlane, there is some good news to report. Uh, we didn't lose, and we didn't win. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, so, Moon, correct my math. Uh, so, right now, we are going into Monday Night Football up two points.
3: I believe we're up by three.
4: Oh, boy. You got to redo it. Hang on. Hang on. Anybody, oh,
6: boy. we're up by three, it's over. If
2: we're up by three, it's over.
6: My calculations were two. Mm-hmm. Learn and Scott mm-hmm. both picked Arizona to beat. I thought we would go up by three because I was the only person that had the Jets beating at the Broncos. My but calculation's up by two.
3: I have this up by three. Maybe I miscalculated, but this whole time I've been thinking it's over, baby. Okay, well,
4: let's, so, moon, nine, nine, right? Rafe? Rafe, eight. Not,
3: I have Rafe as nine. Did I, did I, did I write that wrong? Yeah.
6: Maybe
4: that's where we're right. It fine. says
6: I only have eight.
3: Oh, poof. So that's
4: we're up by is. two.
3: Then we're up by two. I'm sorry.
6: Now, here's
4: the thing. Everybody has the Packers. So it's Vegas oh, versus Green Bay tonight. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the Packers, except for Moon and Rafe. So if the Packers were to win tonight,
5: mm-hmm.
4: we're going to be tied. If Vegas wins tonight, we win. We win the week.
5: All right.
3: Um, yeah, let's see. And
4: That's why maps out.
6: What's well, the tiebreaker?
3: I know. I'm just trying to think of where the tiebreaker. Now, I'm sure it's going to go scores. down to those scores. Yeah, those score picks. But um, it doesn't matter. The Raiders are going to win.
4: Well, what do you mean score? What do you mean score picks? I don't. I don't understand how that would work. This this Monday night game. No, no. But how would that work as a tiebreaker for who? For for the teams.
6: The teams versus the teams. I think if you tie, whoever picks. Closest to the actual score wins the tiebreaker. I understand. I understand that. But as a team, here's how I would do. How it. is that going to work?
3: So, uh, so at the so end of it, individually, at the end of it, it has your total win for the week, and then it has a plus whatever the hell that number is. I will add up all the plus whatever the hell that numbers are, uh, and the higher those plus? numbers are, and the higher plus will win.
6: What does uh-huh. that plus mean?
3: I don't we, know, but that's the. <laughs> but that's we still the system. That's a stupid I system. How the system like, does. I don't like not knowing it and
6: then saying that's going to be the deciding factor. I, but it has I wanna to be. Know, But I want to know what it is.
3: It's it's got to like, it be something with <laughs> like. it has got to be something with uh, like the games that were. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it takes into account how early you pick the games. Maybe it's the earlier games count for more. Maybe it's the uh, uh, the ultimate score spread. for the final game. I, think I it's thought like, it's the
6: point spread. You picked like if you pick the underdog, you're gaining points.
3: I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know.
6: know. Which should have nothing to do with winning and losing. No.
5: By the way, on Thursday when we were at the Air Force Base, uh, we have a photo that we tweeted out of you and Stalter Riz shaking hands, and a lot of people are like, what is this? And that is the new rules that we came up with as of Thursday. We shook on that at 11.59 a.m. on Sunday, the picks have to be locked Locked
2: in.
6: in. 7 a.m. this Sunday because we had a London game.
4: Yeah, mm. but I think you could still you could still change your other. Oh, mix. really? I, I think thought so. they locked Sunday in
6: for a Sunday game. I don't know. This stupid. This game. app sucks. Locking no, no, no. The sucks.
3: app's not locking it. We decided.
6: I know, but I thought uh, that the app will lock Sunday when the game starts. Like oh, you right. can't. I can't change the late games oh, on I Sunday. I I see. Once they doing. start on Sunday, Let's the app does lock them for the day yeah. because I've I've looked and you can't change like your three thirty oh, game once than. they start. The good news is we can't
7: lose. <laughs>
3: We can't live lo- well, well, we can not on, I mean, on the tiebreaker, but, but it's okay. Uh, Raiders are winning.
6: Raiders win. We're up by four. Um, go Biggest Raiders. victory go so far. Go Raiders! Think about that. Haven't won or lost by more than two points since we started. Yeah. This would be a four-point. Go Raiders! This would be a four-point win for us.
5: This week's wow. been weird anyway, though, right? Like Because the Bears Super won. Weird. It kind of kicked things off. Last Super night, the weird. Chiefs game. I mean, they almost lost to Buffalo the Buffalo
6: lost. Not really, but yeah. It was close.
5: It was too many bad Jets calls. Jets
6: won.
4: Yeah. It's all right. It's all about the overall win. Go Raiders. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as
2: being normal. Come on, yes.
1: Pseudo Show. Sexy time fun facts.
3: Sponsored by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet.
4: Hey, don't forget Chris Hansen calling in around 8.30.
3: The
4: Chris Hansen. So this was uh, an ask uh, on an advice website from Anonymous. Uh, And this person writes, it's a woman, by the way. Uh, I'm hoping you could help me out with some advice. I've been divorced for two and a half years. But that's not the problem. I'm glad to be out of a loveless marriage. I'm not just broke, I'm poor. Broke is temporary, but poor is long lasting. I've never made a lot of money and I still don't. Yeah. I make enough to get by, but barely. I have a house that I bought myself, but it's far from being paid off. I don't spend money on things. I donate plasma for extra money. I'm good with money, but I just don't have a lot of extra for trips, presents, dinners out, etc. I don't mind all this, but I'm ready to start dating again. And I wonder if it's going to be a problem. Is it going to affect the way guys look at me because I can't afford to buy dinner or drinks or go on a weekend trip anywhere? Is that a
7: problem? No, because men always look at the beauty on the inside. We don't look at anything else. So it's she's fine. Would you date somebody who's broke?
3: Hmm. I would need to know the full circumstances. You know, like, are you are you younger because you're so so you're you're younger and you're taking big risks and this is something that is in you know the the personality of somebody that's that's business savvy that just had a mistake here or something like that.
5: You know, you know what I mean? Like she laid it out pretty well. I thought she said that. Yeah, one part was a little.
7: Well, she because she separated the difference. She said broke was when you're temporarily down, but she's long lasting.
6: Hmm. Right. She also said she was good with money. And I don't think she knows what good with money means. Uh, that probably means I managed the money that I have well.
3: Right. If or she's good with money. You thinks, take what
6: little you have and you turn it into, you'd be able to play the stock market. That's who I consider good with money.
3: Yeah. I was taught being good with money was like saving a little bit. And now I realize saving is. Typically, not the good, not a good, great idea. Right.
5: I'm taking her good with money Investing. that she's paying her bills, but that's like she's Same. making enough to get by, like mortgage, bill payments. I just, that's the,
6: it. I disagree with the phraseology. She okay. also may be poor because of her divorce.
5: Yeah, um, or maybe. broke because of a divorce. Maybe she said she's never had
4: money. I never made a lot of money, but I and I still don't. I make enough to get by on, but barely. Sure. I have a house that I bought myself, but it's far from being paid off. I don't spend money on things. I donate plasma for extra money.
3: Yeah, again, if I think it's in your personality to, to, to be able to bounce back and, and you're here because of circumstance rather than lack of uh, talent, knowledge, or know-how. Or laziness. Right, or, you know, or effort. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's not, the bro, it's, not the, it's not the bank account It's interesting. It's it may the, be the drive. It's the, it's the potential for drive, yeah. That's, it may that's be the drive I mean.
2: that,
4: that may make us on different levels mm-hmm. when I can't hang with. If I make enough money, I'm more than happy to pay for something for the one I'm interested in or dating.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been plenty of times I've been I've been broke. Plenty.
4: She says, I've Me already too. found out there are guys who are there to hook up. That sounds great, but I want more than that.
5: Hmm.
4: What? When you were dating, did money play into it?
5: No. I mean, th- let's see. I've been out of the market for 13 years. We're all mid-twenties at Justing that point. Adjusting for inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, adjusting for inflation. Um, no, I mean, I've dated a plethora of men, some who have worked at gas stations, some who owned art galleries, some Ooh. who- Ooh,
4: art galleries. And, oh. Yes. money
5: oh. yeah. oh. there. Wow. And his wow. bro had an art gallery in Belleville. It was pretty Dude. cool. Um, but, you know, but the, he also, he had an art gallery, but he also worked <laughs> at a kitchen. So, like- but it was the 20s, it, you know, when you're in your 20s, you you're who are you dating that has, like, good money at that point? Yeah,
4: uh, mm. when I was dating, uh, nobody had money, so. Right, so, it's even. so it was, was even. Yeah. Everybody was broke. Everybody was working yeah. three
5: jobs and still broke.
4: Although, at the same time, there was the drive at that point. Like, could I date somebody at that time, not just hook up with, but date somebody who didn't have the drive that I had. Right, to do to better. To do better and not be broke yeah.
6: eventually.
5: Yeah, yeah. The drive, yeah. The drive is sexy. The drive is the appeal.
6: Or, yeah, I agree. It doesn't even have to be financial drive. If you were an artist and you really, and you were a painter, and I met you and you were inspired and passionate and like, that's what you were all about. Even if the money never came, I would respect that.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Do you know what I mean? Like I would respect that you followed your passion, and because I make my own money.
4: Stephanie brings up a great point. Is this so? Is this woman expecting the guy to pay for everything because?
5: No, she says she's not. She said, I I guess she's saying, like, she won't be able to pay for lavish things or, like, big dinners or whatever. But
4: now is she expecting Maybe not. me to pay for everything?
5: Maybe it's like, hey, instead of going to this ritzy place, like, since I would like to pay tonight, let's just go to, you know, Hardee's. Mm. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Okay.
6: Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that should be a new dating app. Yeah. What? Broke That's people meet. You know what I mean? Broke meat. Brokepeoplemeat.com. Like, <laughs> let's go to it. Like, I'm broke. You're broke. No pretense.
3: Brokefolks.com. Let's, let's bang
6: in my El Camino. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll see where this goes. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we can rub our brokes together and come up with a just not doing Jackpot.
7: Well. You have, mm. like, the debt category. If you're up to a certain level of debt, then you are connect with other people at that certain level of debt. It's like, yeah, this is good. We're elite. Yeah. yeah. I like this.
4: Oh, if you are uh, somebody who likes the more expensive things in life and you are going to date somebody who doesn't have any money, then expect to pay for everything.
5: Right. Yep. But if they're super hot.
6: I will say,
5: I definitely
6: think this is true, good or bad. I don't think men care about it as much as women do, on the whole. I don't think men are as. I think our society has kind of turned men into the contents of their wallet a little bit, not to be too fight clubbish, but it's. Do women want to be taken care of? I don't know if it's that or if it's just ingrained. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's culture that's ingrained in us that like a man's worth is tied to his job or tied to his income or tied to his being a provider more.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
6: I think we're getting, I think it's getting better. I think it's getting, we're getting better equity there, but I do still think that it is something that women maybe care about more when they're looking to start a relationship than
4: men. Well, and that's
5: the downside of the patriarchy for you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? What is the
6: first thing a parent
4: would say if you brought a a guy home? What does he Um, do for a living? I don't, I mean... Is, I, that, is, that,
3: is that something that a no.
4: parent would say now? There's, no. There's not, Jill. There. Not, there's, not Jill. Not Jill. Just
3: cool, dude. There's Jill's something ran, there, and man. it's not she just for people that are hookup. dating. Because uh, we have we have some friends, uh, two 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 different couples, and uh, we found out that in recent years, um, each couple at different times uh, were having some issues. Yeah. And do you know when they were having those issues? When the guy had a job that was making less. Mm.
5: No, my parents were like this. It was how I I was around the guy because I've dated some guys that were really sketchy, <laughs> and uh, and my my parents knew that like whenever I would bring those guys home, sketchy art gallery, the sketchy guy. dudes, or or if they if I they could tell if I was being genuine or not, and if I if I had to be you know if I was quieter or something, you know and mm. um actually whenever Tim came around, my stepdad didn't like Tim at That's first. Good
6: parenting actually.
5: Yeah, no, it was they they knew like
6: they were watching to see if. You changed who you were around this person. Exactly. That's good parenting. Good job. Thanks. Good job, Jill.
5: But my stepdad hated Tim at first because he was so quiet and he was, like, very respectful and all this stuff. Because mm. I used to bring home these, like, punk rocker guys <laughs> that were just like, what up, Jerry? Like, smoking a joint. So, anyway, uh... They didn't know what to do with a nice guy that I this brought
6: home. This guy is too nice. There's something like, up there. Yep. Jerry's like weird. ripping one. He's like, "This guy's a square." <laughs> yeah,
3: no, did they, something's up here. Did they feel like he Get was hiding? They feel like he was hiding something.
5: Yeah, they felt. Uh, my stepdad thought <laughs> that he was a, a character from. Oh God, what was the old show? Where he thought he was a kiss ass at first. He was like, "I don't don't call me sir. Like, just we're golfing. Like, let's just be oh. chill. Oh. You know." Oh. And to so leave it a Beaver to guy. It What's
4: it? Uh, yeah, Eddie yeah, yeah, Haskell. Eddie Haskell.
5: Yeah, yeah. So that's
4: what. Oh, uh, he's so polite. He must have bodies. Yeah, but Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell was
3: like a, a charmer, and when I see that, I I tend to distrust those folks. Well,
4: listen. When I, first, when I first called me a when I first started, started to come I around, somewhere <laughs> when I first started to come around, my in-laws or now in-laws, you know, asked my now wife, um, and we were in our, our early twenties. You know, I think I was. She was twenty. I was had just turned maybe twenty-one.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: What are his job prospects? Probably one of the first questions.
5: Yeah. What are his or hers?
4: Mine. Oh. They asked her. Oh. What is he going to do with his life?
5: Why would she know? Why wouldn't they just ask you? Because parents talk.
4: When, when I'm not there.
5: Okay. Yeah. Anyway, back to you. What would
4: you think of my boyfriend? Or what do you think of this guy I'm seeing? Okay, what, is he, what does he want to do? Right. What are his job prospects? And
3: heaven forbid the parents actually care about the future and are thinking about the future of their children and ask these ridiculous questions.
4: I, it's a very valid question. <laughs> and she goes, well, he wants know, to be well, on we, the radio. We and take
3: we, t- we take such insult to it, but at the same time, it's
5: a reasonable thought. I would thought. ask the same question. Yeah, it's a, re- it's a reasonable thought. You don't think that's a reasonable it's question? okay. Well, no, if your parents – you, so your parents were asking your wife what – Her your, parents. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why I was confused. So her parents, parents asked asking, asking about her. What your job prospects yeah. are? Like, yeah. hey,
4: this this guy Scott you bring around, what's what's his deal? Yeah, yeah. there's yeah.
5: a way
3: to do it with no tact, which is typically what we're shining a light on. But what's like, his deal?
5: So then, when she said to them, "Well, he's going to work in radio," <laughs> were they like, "You can't see this man anymore"? <laughs>
3: no, they didn't forbid it,
4: <laughs> but good. of course they were like, "Hmm, mm, doubtful." Okay, so you'll
6: be the breadwinner on this. Listen, every situation. guy, every parent, set of parents I've ever met. At some point, have asked me, "What do you want to do, or what are your plans?" Even when I was young, and I don't think my mom has ever asked a single girl i brought home. Right? Not once has she been like, "What are your plans? How do you how do you intend to bring to the table m- money into the household?" That's not it's just not a thing. At least it's not a thing in my family. And like every time I met, you got a sister, a girlfriend's family. I do not have a sister.
3: I wonder if it would have been different.
5: Well, no, what the women get asked are,, I don't know. are you going to have kids? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to see kids? That, yeah. yeah you I can know see that's that. kind of like the, the ladies we have to kind yeah. of we have to answer that question all forever until the end of time. And so maybe that's the trade-off.
4: probably hmm. All right. People are are talking about something called the girlfriend effect on social media, and the idea is that guys look hotter when they're taken. The old ring theory. I had a friend, and the videos going viral is simple. A woman shows photos of her boyfriend before and after they get together, and the implication is that the guy gets a "quote unquote" glow up because their ladies are helping him with fashion and grooming. Oh, (laughs) and that does make sense. I think it's a more even base level, dude. But maybe there's more to it. Maybe a guy gets a boost of confidence from being in a relationship, or makes a stronger effort to look sharp. Hmm. Yeah. And that said, most of the videos aren't that convincing. And and one, the boyfriend is good looking, both before and after. Yeah. And in the older pics, he looks more like a teenager, while he looks more like a mature young man in the now pics.
5: Do you guys get dressed cool because you're chicks? Like, what's up with that? You guys would you look better or worse if you didn't weren't partnered up with somebody? Way worse. Good,
4: like, and that's look at this now. This is not saying much, but <laughs> think about this like a thousand times. Well,
5: worse. no, like, I see you like on the weekends when you and your lady are out, like, you always do look like, really good, man. Like, you I always, like to look good in front look, of my lady. You do, you guys look super cute. So, I get, but Moon, like, what about you? Like, would you still have style? And
6: <laughs> uh, that's the way you said, jackets?
5: I don't know these last
3: year. This these last couple of years, twenty twenty threw. Everybody. I
6: helped to pick out that shirt. You did. Yeah.
3: Twenty twenty threw a full wrench for everybody because we started. You know, and we it's were, cool. We were pajama style right. for for quite, quite some time there. But I'm sure. Yeah, without my wife, I'd be worse than always.
6: Yeah. We bought that shirt together after our remote. That's
3: right. Because that's what bros
6: do. Yeah, at yeah. the outlets? In Cavendars. Yeah,
3: and he bought some hats. Oh, you guys went the we, Cavenders. I'm so yeah, jealous right now. Yeah, and that's right a cool
6: now. shirt. They didn't have it in my size, and I was jealous. I thought about it, it all weekend. Cool it is a cool Thank shirt. Thank you. Not everybody can pull that Thank off.
3: You. Wait, do you see his new hat? Super cute.
6: Oh yeah, you got a new hat. I Don't thought worry. it was new hat day. Don't worry.
5: What about you guys, Rafe?
6: So by next year, I'll have it on. What about it? were we do, asking?
5: Like just being with Tina all these years, yeah, like do
6: you... I dress myself. I mean, yeah. obviously, <laughs> I wear the same thing every day. <laughs> she hasn't had a lot, of, but I mean, she has a good sense of style. Yeah. Like if she thinks. I might ask her, be like, "Hey, I like this jacket." She's like, "Yeah, get it," or whatever. She'll be like, "Nah, yeah. don't yeah. get that. Doesn't Scott, look good."
7: I yeah. went from wearing, you know, sports jackets and nice fitted pants and stuff to she bought me some sweatpants, and I kind of yeah, upgraded
6: right. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. buddy, yeah, so Just uh, you down, moved on up. I honestly believe this. I think there's something at a more instinctual base level going on because I never get hit on more than when I'm with someone. And then you, you ever break up, like think you're doing well, and you're like, I'm going to sum this up. Ladies are <laughs> sniffing around. Then you break up with someone, and it is the f- desert, dude. It is a sexual desert for so long. And you're just like, what the hell happened? I literally think that there's something in your pheromones when you're coupled up with someone that you're giving off some some. I am desirable, pherom- that ladies mm. pick up on, that they're like, there must be, something's up, this guy's in demand. I can smell another woman on him.
3: Yep.
5: Or maybe they're and looking at they, the woman and saying like, oh, she's cool, and that's her man. He must maybe. I want to be like Agreed. her. You know, like maybe there's some optics things there's a going com- on. There's a
3: confidence thing, too, that happens. There has to be something biological. I We, we got to smell different or something.
5: Yeah. yeah.
6: I think it's like a base level, like pheromone smell you're giving off that says- this guy must be a quality man because another female wants lay him. with him last evening. Uh, wants Ooh. him, <laughs> or wants just wants to have a, re- wants to build a relationship with him. He must be a good provider. <laughs> like there's something at the subatomic level that's he happening. He must be good at
4: hunting and gathering <laughs> yeah. because yeah. the right.
6: minute you don't have that pheromone on you, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the wasteland out there, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. That's because
3: it's a desperation pheromone. I had a friend yeah. that had a fake wedding
6: ring <laughs> in college.
5: Oh man, what's that Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston movie? Just go with it. Yeah. That's where he's the plastic surgeon. It worked. Dinner, it? Yeah.
6: Did it? He'd wear it. Really did. I mean, he was kind of a good-looking dude anyway. But like, man, he would like have it on, and then if what they scumbag- asked about what it, scumbag woman would go, "Oh, he would say he was." Going through divorce or separated? Widowed. Oh, God. All three. Depending on the night. He had different
3: stories. Hi, I'm David. I'm 18. I'm widowed. (laughs) He wasn't that
6: young. But he was in his 20s, and he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I got married young, and it didn't work out. But, you know, I still think
5: about her a lot.
6: Uh, Has anybody hooked up with somebody who had an accent?
5: No. No. Always wanted to. (laughs) What's up with that? That's
4: a no from Scott. 71% 71% of us find accents attractive, yeah. but it really depends on where the person's from. So a new poll ranked various accents across a bunch of different categories, everything from which ones we find sexiest to the ones we, fa- we think just sound the funniest. So mm. what is the sexiest accent according to this giant Paul, that was Australian. David. Men or women? So you're saying Australian.
5: French. Whatever. I know, I know a lot of folks who don't like Australia. Mm, I do. I mean, men and women, I think it's. I'm sexy. not a so fan of itself. French.
4: I think the, it's. The woman in the room says Australian. I'm, and you All say.
6: All right.
5: <laughs> All right.
6: My, my, what have we yeah. here? <laughs> don't you look sexy tonight? <laughs> uh, I think it is Latin. Yes. Yeah, so I, I believe Spanish accent. accent. Okay. I believe and men and women both have sexy accents. Spanish did not make Spanish. the top five. Really?
7: What? what? La
6: You say French.
7: Okay, well, then I'll go South African.
4: South African.
7: <laughs> this is
2: Australian. Which based, is kind of right?
4: Australian. Yeah, but uh, the sexiest different. accent is, English. congratulations, Australian. <laughs> uh, Thank you. No. Thank Do you.
5: Dude. Chris Hemsworth, just lay. Let me just.
7: Australian? Australian? I mean, yeah. Paul Hogan, baby. <laughs> Scottish was second.
5: I'm into that, okay. too. I see like, that. That's good. like Colin I Farrell. That. Whew.
3: Scottish. It's not that harsh. That's pretty
5: You can't understand it, but you don't It's care. pretty
3: mumbled jumbled oh, like all oh, like that kind of stuff from from the English accent. Scottish? It's, it's Sir Alex Ferguson. It's very
5: English? It's Justin Thoreau in Charlie's Angel's the first one when he's like, get me the rings. <laughs> huh?
6: Touch my body. <laughs> yeah. Throw me on the bed. That's
5: Drew Barry, Drew Barry Moore, Give
6: me the rings. I don't know, man. killing it today with the accent. <laughs> huh? right. oh, me They're the here. rings. Where's that from?
3: Don't <laughs> <laughs> you remember the uh didn't is we Harry like, Carey? Remember those two old guys were fighting on the road and they were talking about something and we played it? Oh yeah. I think those were that's a Scottish accent.
4: Scottish. So it's it's Australian, Scottish, English, Irish, and then French. Those are the
6: uh, I gotta say. That list is. Big-time erroneous. What is... uh, Who'd they ask? Moons that old thing with Scottish accent.
3: How to
5: speak here. with oh, a this Scottish is be, accent. Okay, everybody.
0: Accent. Though this country is quite small, there are lots of prominent and world-famous people who were born there, such as James McAvoy, Karen Gillan, Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. And Ewan McGregor. Oh, oh. Oh, obviously, obviously, yeah. McGregor. Spoken McGregor. of the British Isles, the British Isles
5: and it's called Scottish English. Uh, However, just look up a Chris Hemsworth <laughs> interview just talking about literally anything and all right. let's but, all give the ladies listening so, right now what they want. On yeah.
4: the opposite end of the spectrum, what is the least sexy accent?
5: The and I'm South. You,
4: and I'm telling you, it is not a country.
5: Boston. It's Arkansas.
4: Boston is the second least sexy. It is? New York. New York is number one. Yeah.
2: The yeah. least yes. sexy accent
4: is New York.
6: Congratulations. Interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting list. The fact that, no offense to your Chris Hemsworth, but- Eyes closed, Antonio Bandera starts whispering something oh, in your ear. I'm not discounting. Oh, I'm having sex with Antonio yeah, Bandera. Too. That's how sexy that guy's voice. Even there was a time the Nasonex B commercial came on, and I was like, something's <laughs> happening in my pants. Why am I attracted to this little bee in a Nasonex commercial? Right? It's because it was Antonio Banderas mm-hmm. talking to me as the bee. Mm. That dude. He's a panty milker. You're telling me that's not sexier? No, it is. eye, than- Mike. No, no, no. Get out of here, hey. dude. No, Sofia Vergara? Are you kidding me, dude? Have you ever Didn't heard Penelope Cruz?
7: Salma Hayek? all hot. All hot. Yeah, the Australian with the red hair. He's sunburned. All that stuff. I'll,
5: give me, yeah, no give me Chris Hemsworth talking about his show that he had on Hulu or whatever it was. You know, I'm, I'm going to say,
7: you
4: could throw Scottish and Irish kind of in the same thing. Right. Yeah. Plus, these whoa, are all... Whoa,
7: whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: There's three Australian accents. The general, the cultivated, and the broad. They say the general is the one that you're hearing well, in the I'm movie. Gonna... Cultivated sounds more like... I want to, uh,
4: I want to focus proper. more on the, on the least sexy. Yes. So, New York, least sexy. Followed by Boston. Followed by...
3: Chicago.
6: Midwest.
5: I was going to say, yeah.
6: There is no accent here, though.
5: Wrong. Oh, you're oh, wrong. Oh, we
3: got Chicago. a draw. We have this, like, a tinge of a yeah. southern draw, and, yeah. then the time, and, then, and then at the same time... Are you talking about Minnesota? And then at the same time, every every once in a while, we throw in that so, sort of northern Chicago, whatever. But then, yeah, at the funny. same time, St. Louis mumbles. We mumble our words. Our mouths do not open. If you watch people from L.A., they speak with their mouths open like this. Mm-hmm. and They look like cartoons compared to us because we're all... That's because everybody's got the Botox in their mouth. You know, maybe,
4: maybe when they said Midwest, it'll be Chicago. <laughs> it has to be Chicago. It's got to be the hard Chicago.
5: Yeah, but we got hard Chicago, mumble. the
6: greatest city on the planet.
4: We
5: got... Nah, bears. bears.
6: That's what I think. I think it's that northern Midwest. I Damn. feel like you get into the middle of the country. They say that's why a lot of good actors come from here is because it's so void of dialect that they can pick up and do a lot of different... I saw John Goodman talk about that and Brad Pitt one time. We're talking about like being from the Midwest was an advantage because uh, it is so... There's such an absence of culture and absence of dialect that you can kind of pick up... Different parts. Different parts when you need to play a role. Boston, Midwest,
4: Canadian. Really? Fourth, least sexy. And then you got the Southern drawl.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Those are the top five, dude. I, I gotta say,
7: well, I figured that would be in the sexy category There's some
6: Nordic languages that should be on this list of the worst. Ferg and those, those are not Jurgen, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the Swedish, it's not the sound
3: in the so sexy. Is
6: that, I get me, mean, none of it. Finnish, none of these, none of these made the
3: I don't think anybody's thinking about that because they never hear him.
6: Maybe that's it, oh, yeah, or maybe we really over here. I'm assuming we're Fort talking Vinland. about. Go ahead.
5: And he was, and he would, we would, we loved his accent, but he would say things that, like, I'll never forget, 2020, day one, January 1st, there was a dog barking behind our houses, and he's like, opens his door, enough with the barking! (laughs) Shut your dog up!
1: Shut up your dog!
4: Shut up that dog Uh, back there! What's the smartest sounding accent? Uh, It's
3: gotta be British. Yeah, British. Yeah, probably. British. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch.
4: Uh, British and then High German. British and then German no British German ranked second as far as smartest sounding. Also not a sexy language. No. The most romantic, the most seductive, and the most beautiful accent overall Italian? went to French.
3: I was French. <sighs> yeah, baby. Oh. No.
7: Hmm. I like that accent.
4: The funniest accent was Canadian.
7: It's hmm. oh, a boot, right?
4: The funniest accent was Canadian. Scottish is next and then Australian. The Canadian accent was also rated the most boring overall.
2: (laughs) Sorry, buddy. I gotta be honest, I feel
6: like besides Australia, we're leaving an entire hemisphere out of this conversation, which is weird. That's why I wonder where this was taken. So, like Asia? Just the whole South America. There's so many sexy accents floating around. I didn't see the Asian countries represented here either. Yeah. I know.
3: The Portuguese accent, like Brazil or Portugal, like th- th- those That's are just strange of, to me. Those are kind of cool. Yeah,
7: those are nice.
3: Yeah. Al- although the the if if they're trapped in between like fluent, and you know just just learning like a lot of our buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember a couple of guys that we had on on the crew, um, Scott, they were from uh, Brazil. And we have one Portuguese guy. Both had the funniest accents because the way that they would mix words all, all the time, or like switch words, was just pure comedy.
6: I wonder if this so is so fun, so fun. I wonder if this list is English speaking
7: accents, accents Has to be right. because oh, okay.
6: it seems like they're only choosing. No, I know well, there's French, French can, well, French Canadian though. They speak English in parts yeah. of French. They did Canada. mention German as the smartest sounding accent. Well, yeah,
3: that's because it sounds so damn serious.
6: What's the
4: angriest accent?
3: German. I German. German it's or Russian. Oh, my Russian? Yeah.
4: Everything sounds angry. Why are you so mad? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I'm not. Just the way I speak.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Hmm. Just the way I speak. The most annoying is Boston. New York is next. Are the most com- the, so the most annoying is Boston, but the most confident is Boston. So if you're from Boston, you might not sound sexy, but you sure do sound sure yourself.
5: Yeah.
3: Okay. I think the Eastern European accent sounds much more serious than the German one. Because I mean, when you think about Arnold, like when he's when he's speaking English, it sounds, it sounds like it sounds, but it doesn't sound like overtly angry or or any of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But the Eastern European language or, or, or accent does sound potentially angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little bit harder to like distinguish. The uh, the seriousness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Arnold seems like he's kind he's so of jovial of in his seriousness.
4: But he's so matter of fact, though.
3: Yeah, that definitely, definitely both of them.
4: All right, listen, we got to take a break. Uh, Chris Hansen should be on the phone any time now. Pseudo <laughs> Show, traffic and weather. So we'll come back. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Chris Hansen on the phone. Uh, if not, we'll do the sex toy of the week. Okay. Or we'll do both. I don't know. Let's see
6: what Chris thinks about. <laughs> no, we're gonna leave Chris out of it. <laughs> Chris has seen enough This week's sex toys For my man Moon He's gonna like it
4: Right. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go to Dobbs.com and save with Dobbs' May deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since
2: 1976. The smartest way
0: Warm weather means homework for homeowners. If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials and hanging baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber Showrooms in St. Charles Pacific and Troy, Missouri or online at hackmanstl.com.
4: The weekend looking at open houses or scrolling through Zillow and you found your dream home. Now what? Now you're going to call Kevin Putney and start working on the financing. You did it all wrong, guys. You should call Kevin Putney first. Call Kevin first, okay? Get the qual get, get qualified and approved for your home loan, uh, figure out how much house you can afford, and then start looking at house. So when you do find your dream home, and let's say you find your dream home this weekend, now you gotta wait to get qualified. Now there's multiple offers on the table, and now you lost the house because the, the, the seller is not gonna wait for you. Kevin Butney, local. Great guy, help you with your wherever, whenever. He's gonna treat you like a, like a human being, not like a number like the Anotown Bank's treatment. And a mortgage is like a fingerprint. Everyone's different. Kevin Putney's gonna find that loan that fits your needs. He's gonna put that puzzle together. And it's as easy as one two three. You call, you qualify, you close, that's it. Call Kevin Putney314, 862 that's 314. 862 He's online at 123mortgage.com. It's Kevin Putney, Equalizing Opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Cross-Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS animalized 3029. AnimalizeConsumerAccess.org. 123Mortgage.com. 314-8620-123. Under law injury lawyers. Get gym.com.
2: 105.7 The Point.
4: shout out to uh, my Jew friend, uh, Rizzuto. You're listening to the Rizzuto show and uh, and, and, uh, happy Hanukkah there is. Shibby doo. All right. So I guess Chris Hansen is running 20 minutes late.
5: Yeah. He's got a predator emergency.
6: All good. All good. (laughs) Predator emergency. What did somebody... Arnold written? called
4: it. Be, be careful. Chris Hansen is actually calling in because he's been playing the long game. Learn is actually only nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> the jig is up. And the entire city of St. Louis is in trouble because of the comments you've because made.
5: Because of all the comments that you've made on my social media. It
4: says here... Have a seat. It says here you wanted her to fart into a walkie-talkie. Yep.
5: <laughs> right.
4: Did you type this? Oh, man. him. If you listen to his podcast, he reads some of the transcripts between the sex offender and the person posing as the underage person. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, man. Yikes. Big yikes. Big yikes. Uh, Just to put a capper on sex time fun facts here, uh, at least one in five new marriages can be traced back to a dating app. Really? But researchers from Arizona State University say that a new study shows that online daters are less happy in their marriages. So there were almost 1,000 yeah. married couples in the study, about half who met online and half who were introduced offline, and they asked them questions to get a score for their marriage satisfaction and stability. They didn't release any specific numbers. They did offer a few possible explanations for why this could be the case. Okay. Number one, couples who met online are more likely in same-sex interracial relationships, which means they could face more pressures from societal marginalization. And be less embraced by those around them. Okay. Uh, Number two couples who met online are more likely to have to overcome lingering stigmas from family and friends about online dating and apps.
5: All right.
6: That's got to be close to being over, though.
5: Right. So normal now.
6: It's so normal now.
5: It's almost weirder. Weird, but.
6: If you walk up to a girl in a bar and hit on her, like, alarms are going... <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you not well, allowed to be on the internet? Get out of here, you freak!
5: My and like, girlfriend and I, we were at the Bourbon Festival Friday night uh, with the St. Louis Bourbon yeah, Society. Yeah, yeah, how Dude, was that? It was actually it was fantastic. Like, we'll go again. Um, but they had, like, every... Every man in St. Louis was at this event. My girlfriend, Janie, who went with me, and she and her husband, and Tim and I went. And she goes, dude, if I were a single girl, this is where I would be to, like, get a good consensus of the men in St. Louis.
3: And you would always know uh, what to get them for a gift.
5: Exactly. Really good, obscure bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> but, dude, there were, like, wonderful looking. And we've said this out loud. Our husbands are going, like, thanks a lot. Like, you know, we're going, we've noticed all the men that are here. And they're, it was all dudes. It was just...
4: One Dude, big sausage fast. fest, huh?
5: <laughs> I saw at one time I saw, I was coming out of the Limp Mansion because that was part of this too. You could walk through the Limp Mansion, and there were four guys huddled together, arms around each other. I mean, they had been there for at least an hour, right? Yeah. Sipping on bourbon, they were huddled up together doing some sort of like secrets and chants, mm-hmm. like having this man bonding. It was adorable.
3: They were making a plan of for uh, how they're going <laughs> to handle. When the first one goes down.
5: Yeah. Oh, I saw a little bit of that, too. <laughs> well, the researchers
4: here also said about you know, people being less happy on their marriages after meeting online. Uh, there's also the nature of online dating, which comes with a lot more options, which can lead to people being overwhelmed or just getting lost in messaging and stats and not focusing on chemistry together. Despite all this, uh, the researchers say online dating is not bad, and those relationships are not doomed. Uh, They say the levels of satisfaction and stability they saw were quite high regardless of how couples met. And that couples who met through an app can improve their success rate just by being more aware of the
6: unique challenges that online couples might face. Hmm. I think that
4: stigma is going away. It has
5: to be going away. I wonder if there's
6: something, too, about, like, the nature of online dating. Like, if it's harder to be in a relationship with someone you met online because you've seen what their online dating app game is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Like, try, it's a numbers like,
6: game, dude. Mean, I've never done it, but when we were at our remote, Jenna down the hall, yeah. lover, my cousin, Jenna Williams, who's <laughs> on a competing show whose name we won't say. Um she was had a date. She had two dates this weekend. And she was time I was she was there on our remote and showing me how she runs the apps. And it was wild. Was it dude. Tinder? Hinge. She was on Hinge. She had two different dates. She had a Hinge date that night on Friday. Women have the, right, women have the power there That's yes. Bumble. That's Bumble. How
7: then what is Hinge? Hinge, Hinge I thought. thought I do want to
6: destroy. She says this isn't true anymore. It started as you had to have a mutual acquaintance,
2: hence oh, the name Hinge. Hinge. Oh, so okay. you had
6: to have either a mutual Facebook friend. It was basically a way for like, hey, we That's at cool. least run in. There's some sort of societal touchstone okay. that we both either have a friend in this group or this group or that group. Now she said it's just basically like a more detailed dossier on the person. Mm. Like it's a more detailed Tinder. And that that, the common, that kind of fell to the wayside. You don't have to have a common friend anymore. Is that a swipe right, swipe left thing? They're all pretty much that. But she was just, uh, we were going, she was showing me some of the messages. And there's some guys out there who's thirsty. Your game's weak, boys. Real thirsty. Like for example, just I don't know. Some guy was like quoting Big Lebowski. You know what I mean? Like in his messages, and he looked like the dude. Chicks don't dig that. I know. I
5: was gonna say I'm kind of (laughs) like. I'm not the Big Lebowski once a week on. I'm not
6: saying that it's not fun or cool. I am saying maybe don't open with it. I see. Maybe don't open with market zero. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that was it. Market zero. No Uh, way. The guy just looked like the Big Lebowski, and then he's like, "Excellent movie."
5: (laughs) (laughs) You like bathrobes? But it was
6: uh, man. But dude, on the same token or by the same token, not sure what. There's a big argument on what the idiom is for that. I don't want to get into, but. (laughs) She was like, I go, you got a date tonight? I go, what's what's this guy's deal? She's like, I don't know. He's cute. I go, what's his last name? She goes, I don't know. I go, did you Google him? Like, no. Oh, I go, God. where's the date? She goes, my house.
5: Oh, Jenna. I go, hey,
6: maybe no. You're maybe like, I'm don't." I'm going to come sh- wow.
5: chaperone this experience. I go, Mark you put eight, me on dude? FaceTime
6: and tell him I'm your uncle, and that I'm going to be <laughs> watching the movie with you guys. Because she's like, eight, dude. she's like, well, my roommate is going to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do not know Jesus. <laughs> uh She's like, "Oh, my roommates will be there. We're all going to watch a movie together." And I was like, "Oh, so it's a group date?"
2: Hmm.
3: Interesting.
6: Hmm. At your house, like this not would not That's be weird. my first that date cuz you're
3: stuck. By the way, a group date at a house is called a party. Right. Yeah.
5: That's yeah. a party. It's right. a house party. I don't yeah. know if four yeah. people yeah. Are watching
6: The Notebook is a, a party, but yeah. It's a gathering. It's a, a gathering. gathering. Eh. You don't go to some house night. first?
5: Yeah, you do coffee first. Go Of course, I got yes. to yes. yeah. like, in the public place. Or in Daylight, daylight. Something with a clear out. Yes.
6: And and Or in the public. Or just where you're not you're where do you go if it's going bad? You're home. Right. You're already How about home. you show up to this house and you Oh, am I the first to arrive?
5: I'm going to talk to her after the show today. This And is- now <laughs> he knows where you live. He knows yeah. your,
6: he knows your home address. I'm not saying this guy's a creep. He oh, may been an awesome guy. Oh, so she invited him over to her house? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way. Like, no, she he she brought him
2: to okay, her home. Okay. Okay. My
4: mistake.
6: Still, I don't bad. like either of those I don't like options. either. Of those I, I don't either. I thought it was very. I go, what's going on out here in the dating world? Like, you can't do. I go, at least ask him his last
2: name. Dude, I if go, I just, meet
3: yeah, if I meet somebody on an app, okay, and I'm I'm assuming this is how I would behave. If I met somebody on an app and arranged a first date, during that first date, I wouldn't even tell you where I lived.
2: No. Yeah.
3: No. I wouldn't even tell you exactly where I lived, much less invite you. Right. listen
4: When all else fails, and you're by yourself. Yeah. Open wide and get ready for the
6: Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review.
4: Who needs
5: dating when you have this?
6: That's right. You know who you can count on? Who? This product right here. The Rock Ness Monster Lake Creature Silicone. Uh, I don't even believe
3: in it. I don't even believe in this. I
6: knew you were going to like this one. I pulled it just (laughs) for you, just in time for Halloween. Moon doesn't even know if this sex toy exists. I just just want to change one line here, uh... A lake monster
4: to get you going. Oh, prove okay. it
5: or stop talking about
4: it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
6: okay. There's oh. one line that's very
4: filthy a in there. We're
5: classy show. So. Well, so the
6: lake monster will get you going. free read my work more often. Uh, $49.95 on sale from $69.95. Nice.
2: Wow. $69. Brand new product
6: just in time for Halloween. Do that again.
2: $69. Hell
6: yeah, brother. Relax there, Southern Illinois. A lake monster to get you going. That's not what it actually says. Key features. Fantasy dildo. This creature, Dong's dildo, is an iridescent, magical green dragon with a long neck. (laughs) Along the neck are rib scales. The head (laughs) It's shaped like a dragon. For the murky waters comes a new creature. Dong's dildo. (laughs) The unique and mystical design of the magical dog is of an elegant sea dragon. The iridescent green rock nest monster comes complete <laughs> with the face of a dragon at the head and a scaly spiked neck. RAR! The dildo has a slight curve that adds a little extra stem on the spots you like while riding. And the textures of spikes and ribs massage in a new and unknown way. The premium silicon body is smooth with some squish to it that helps <laughs> fit it in every curve. Completely body safe. Fethalithate-free. <laughs> Fethalithate-free. can Jonathan just made an appearance. Fethalithate-free. <laughs> and best used with water-based lubricants. The strong suction cup base also doubles as a harness-compatible base for pegging or couples play.
3: Oh, oh
6: wow. All right. Well, you got Moon's Ooh, attention. Hi. Hey. I told you you were going to come around on this. Well. Use it hands-free <laughs> or with a partner in kinky cosplay and fantasy role-play. After play. Wash with warm water and mild soap and spray with a toy cleaner and let air dry. Imagine, at twilight, (laughs) the sun hits the water just right. You're boating out on the water and you know you should return. But the way the water glitters and the sun sets is too beautiful and you've stayed out later than you should, Moon. You know these waters aren't supposed to be... (laughs) <laughs> you know there aren't supposed to be mysteries and surprises, but a strange fog has rolled in, and now the mists hang heavy and low over the water mm. surface. You see a ripple in the water, and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. Something bumps the bottom of your bottom and rocks it so you nearly fall over. Panicked, you grab the oars and begin to paddle back to shore. It's too late! Another bump, and you've fallen into the water, Moon. As you grasp for breath, your arms and legs thrashing to keep your head above water. There he is! Uh
2: Moves in the water! Moves in the water! That's the proof!
6: (laughs) Something wraps around you. Instead of drowning you, a head lifts up out of the water and looks you right in the eye. Your heartbeat speeds up and you stop breathing, terrified. It holds you right above the water, and then the head disappears and you look around, frightened and confused, (laughs) wondering where it went. Then suddenly you feel teeth ripping at your clothing. And before you can stop it, <laughs> I don't think I can say that on the radio. I just
5: want Thriller to start. <laughs> before <laughs> you can stop like it, b- Vincent I've been finished. edited.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you want to stop it, but every ridge and bump shocks your body with waves of pleasure. Oh, my God. Moon, you Poof. are the latest victim of the rock nest monster, and you <laughs> love it. <laughs> wow, what a review, dude. Wow. very specific to you for some reason, yeah, which I thought was, was weird. Wild. Yeah, you love the Rocknest Monster. You got rock, you got rocked, brother. I You're... believe. He's a believer. <laughs> uh, and guess what? I have no reviews to read because this is a brand new Brand toy. new. You could oh, be gosh. the first person to buy and review the Rocknest Monster. Let it go. Let's know how it goes for you. There you go. The Rocknest Monster on sale.
5: By the way, over the weekend at a remote, I had a guy bring me a dog. And uh, what? You know, that's but,
6: not weird or creepy well, at all. No, huh?
5: he, no, it's a Vietnamese dong coin.
6: Oh, like, okay. he goes,
5: Here, have my dong. And I go, This oh. is random. Oh, the currency, the dong. Yes, the currency,
6: the dong. Oh, I've been trying to pay for stuff with dong for a long that's time. That's yeah. is exciting,
2: <laughs>
5: very exciting, very
6: hard to do. Different yeah. value in different places. Yeah. The electric company does not like me on the premises. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break.
4: The Resuto Show, Traffic and Weather. Hopefully, we'll have Hanson on the phone. Break. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show and joining us on the celebrity line, the one and only Chris Hansen. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Hansen. guys. Good morning. How
1: you doing? How's everybody?
4: Dude, so good now that you're on the phone. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I binged. Thanks for having me. Uh, I binged your uh, your podcast uh, over the weekend. I had a long drive oh. from uh, from South Bend to uh, St. Louis. It was a six hour drive, and I listened to about uh, thirteen or fourteen episodes of the Predators I've caught with Chris Hansen podcast. Excellent, and my. T- you can't listen to too many of those in a row, Chris.
5: <laughs> You get bummed out.
4: <laughs> you get bummed out.
1: <laughs> well, I try to use a little bit of dark humor there and a little bit of behind-the-scenes storytelling. So it's not all, you know, just intense. Uh, but what I find interesting about that is that it gives me a chance to actually go back and examine these cases. Because so much of the confrontation and the actually, you know, being on site, doing the stings it goes by so quickly that you do the best you can and you get into detail, but you don't always have the time to really dig in the story. And this gives me the opportunity to do that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Well,
4: I, I do like the, Hey, where are they now? Kind of aspect.
1: Oh of yeah, the, exactly. Of the podcast. And, you know, some have turned themselves around. Some have, the, uh, you know, stayed in trouble and, and uh, you know, it's, it's just interesting to find out. Now I reach out to each and every one of them. I've got some who are, going to do interviews with me in the near future, which will be interesting. And some, as you can imagine, just aren't that pleased to hear from me. No.
4: Uh, <laughs> in fact, when, when we were talking about you last week, you know, saying you were to call in on Monday, uh, we played the Marvin, You're Naked episode. Uh, on the, one
2: of the- <laughs> a
1: classic. A classic. <laughs> a Predator classic, yeah.
4: One of the more, yeah, one of the more classic To Catch a Predator episodes. And, uh, hey, where is Marvin now? On the podcast, you explained that he was deported.
1: Yes, exactly. So He went back to... Um, his country, one of the island countries. I'm trying to remember exactly. Trinidad, Trinidad that's exactly right. And um, he, I believe, was working in a pharmacy the last I checked. Hmm. Good good time for a follow-up on him.
4: Uh, yeah, so that was, that was the episode. If you don't know, uh, it was when... He took his clothes off basically before he got into the kitchen. Yeah. And you didn't even wait for him to take a seat. You didn't even get to <laughs> well, see the no, famous I, line.
1: I didn't, I didn't have time because he was moving so quickly. He had seen the decoy, you know, uh, down the hallway from where he came in. This is during our thing in Fort Myers, Florida. And he, he was so excited. The decoy went into a room off the living room where I was with my monitors and my security guy, Rodney Knight and literally before i could go out and confront him he had his hand on the doorknob trying to get in to approach um the decoy and he's naked and so i you know signaled for him to walk back to the stool of the kitchen set up and i, I had a towel blanket there so i want you to wrap yourself up in this and we'll we'll have a little conversation about it all
4: well and i didn't notice a little detail about it though he
1: was re- he was in an aroused state and ready to go. Yeah. It was uh it was all happening. I just it's a lot to lot to manage as a as a reporter to, to get all that, to control that situation. You know. It's a little little busy there.
5: Chris Hansen, did you <laughs> ever get attacked by any of these guys?
1: Never. I've had a couple situations where I thought, you know, look, this guy is tensed up, he's potentially gonna do something, I'm out of position. Um, but you in, in every case, I've been able to diffuse it and to, you know, kind of maintain control of the situation. It's set up, you know, from the very beginning, we set this up so that I would have some protection. There'd be a barrier. We had security. Now, you know, including the episodes that we do for the new streaming crime network, True Blue, we've got about 50 new episodes up right now. That's right, True Blue. Uh, that we've done last year. Yeah, it's really, uh, it, people should check it out. It's really taken off, and it's a, it's. What that's done for us is, you know, allow us to have our own network, essentially, like Netflix for crime. And and we do all our all the predator investigations, all our other um, shows and stories. And we've got about a dozen documentaries in the works. So it's, it's 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 great. But, you know, we set this up so it can be about as safe as it possibly could be. I mean, obviously, the fact that it's a little edgy and <clears throat> you never really know—that's that's part of what draws people into it. You know, right. um, it was easy; everybody could do it. You know, yeah.
6: Chris Rafe here. I got a question for you, pal, if you don't mind, because it was—it's sure. uh, very surreal for me. Uh, I actually knew someone. What? I was in oh, the no. army oh, with a guy who was on. Really? You know how weird it is to be watching uh, Dateline uh, with your uh, with your spouse and be watching a Chris Hansen episode and be like hey I know that guy. Oh, <laughs> then, oh, she my didn't God. believe me. She didn't believe me. Because I I swear I was in the military with this guy It was during your, one of the Fort Benning ones that you did or near
1: Fort Benning. Oh, down in Georgia, yeah. 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 And
6: I the <laughs> wow, guy came wow. on and I was like it I felt I was upset I don't know why, but I was upset because no one would believe me that I knew. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I this Wait, was this, I swear was this I... the guy that got down on his knees in the in the POW position? Do you remember? There oh, were a couple military no, guys not, in Georgia. No, it was not that guy.
2: Yeah. That was crazy. That
1: was sad. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. was sad. You know, because you're the guy who fought for our country. Not excusing anything he was about to do to a child, but Absolutely not. you know, it, it just it's it tears at your emotions from every angle when you get somebody like that. It's like ah, God, you just hate that somebody like you know, who did something good would yeah. then turn around and do something so evil. Right. You know, it's really, really troubling.
4: Well, Chris, you talk about it in the podcast. Uh, there was a story of a guy that was in jail and they watched to catch a predator in jail. Oh yeah. And the guy was there and nobody
6: yeah. knew why he was in jail. Not good for him. Probably.
1: Yeah. Well, it was not good for him. Actually, you're talking about the, the case of the rabbi. Yeah, who right. surfaced. Rabbi David Kay. David Kay, who surfaced in our investigation in Herndon, Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C., Came in for a 13-year-old boy. Now, this was our second investigation ever, and this was before we collaborated with law enforcement, had law enforcement, you know, right on the scene with us. So cases were made after the fact, including the one against David Kay. The FBI arrested him and charged him, and he ended up doing, you know, like six years in federal prison. And during that time... The inmates in the TV room were watching To Catch a Predator, and uh, you know we do the ex- used to do the expanded versions of the original shows on MSNBC called Predator Raw. And his episode came on, and you know guys started looking back and wait who wait what you know and then they figured out it was him. But apparently he had kind of a rough go uh, after that in the uh, in the federal prison.
6: We wow. workshopped that Predator Raw name at all before we put <laughs> Predator Raw.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, yeah. holy yeah. moly, yeah, not good yeah, for him. He- no, no, it was not. He's, here's a case where, you know, you would think that somebody, you know, would make the mistake, do the time, seek the treatment, and follow all the probationary guidelines. But I, he's been back in, in and out of trouble at least five times oh, since he was arrested, uh, you know, and this is, you know, 17, 18 years ago. Yeah, And this is a rabbi, a rabbi mm-hmm. who would counsel young yeah. people. Well, and he he was not a pulpit rabbi, but he did uh, run an organization in Washington, D.C. at the time that that brought, you know, Jewish kids from around the country into D.C. to learn about, you know, politics and and, uh, pro-Jewish causes and pro-Israeli causes. And it was a great program. And, you know, there was no evidence, thank God, that he had acted inappropriately with anybody in the program. Yeah. Um, and I had talked in depth with uh, the attorney for the group at the time. And it, it's a great group and thankfully he wasn't uh, harming anybody in that group. But he sure was out to harm a 13-year-old boy that day when we caught him. You know,
4: it, it was amazing to think about the first investigation you guys did, which was out on Long Island. Yeah. You would talk to them and then they would just leave.
1: Well, that that you know, it became very clear very early on that in order to be Uh, socially responsible and and also just from a pure television production standpoint it was unfulfilling to see these guys walk away you know out in the sunset and we needed to change it up and so uh, in the third investigation we um, collaborated with the Riverside County Sheriff's Department in in California and have done so ever since Um, and in fact you know now on the new investigations, we call them Takedown, with Chris Hansen on True Blue. You know, we have probably a dozen different law enforcement agencies around the country, and we rotate in and out of those areas and mm-hmm. do the things with them. And, and, and it's very successful. You still get, you know, the moment of confrontation. You still get the backstory. You still get the transcripts. And most shocking to me is that these guys continue to show up. And now you will see, as we did um, uh, two weeks ago in uh, Polk County, Florida, Sheriff Grady Judd's uh, department down there. These guys will talk in the transcripts about having to be so careful because, you know, Grady Judd, the sheriff down there, is very uh, proactive in this area. And, you know, I don't want to have Chris Hansen tell me to take a seat. This is in the transcript. (laughs) And these guys still show up. 20 20 years into – in February, it'll be 20 years since our first investigation. I thought in the beginning we'd do two or three, and that would be it. Who would possibly show up? And today – We have, you know, people who continue to show up. And I liken it to being a a heroin addict. You know, if you tell a heroin addict there's a 20% chance there's going to be fentanyl in the heroin, they're going to roll the dice and take that chance. They need the heroin. If you tell one of these guys, one of these predators, there's a 20% chance it's going to be Sheriff Chris Swanson in Michigan or or Sheriff Grady Judd in Florida or Chris Hansen running a thing, they're going to take that chance in a lot of cases, and you see them show up. And it's almost now to the point where, Almost routinely, they actually sit and talk to me. Like, okay, this is the part of the show where I have to talk to Chris.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you heard last week uh, there was another kind of vigilante group that does what you do. And there Mm -hmm. was somebody killed.
1: Yeah, that was in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. And and, uh, I actually interviewed the sheriff there, Mike Bouchard, uh, last week for a story at True Blue. And uh, there was some some discussion as to whether or not it was a fight or a beef or whether he was actually confronting somebody who engaged in predatory behavior, but it highlights the danger when somebody goes off as a vigilante um, and tries to do this without the proper protocols and uh, in place, because, you know, it's easy to go out and and jump out of the bushes and, and uh, startle somebody and create 10 or 15 seconds of uh, dramatic television that'll get a bunch of views on, you know, YouTube or another social media platform. You know, the way we do it, these guys face criminal charges. Mm. Uh, They're exposed. Absolutely. It's compelling television. Absolutely. Um, But justice is served. And in too many cases, you see somebody get hurt, somebody get shot, somebody get injured or somebody gets exposed. And that person who gets exposed does not face Criminal charges. Yeah, uh, uh, there, there, nobody in law enforcement really likes this, you know, um, and 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 they get mad at me when I when I say this, the, the uh, vigilante guys. But you know, it's it's really dangerous to do, and if you're not going to have criminal charges, um, then what good have you done? And, and look, there's a there's a huge role for citizen journalists to play in our new digital world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's crowdsourcing for the solution of crimes and, and podcasts that have on people, um, innocent who are locked up for 20 years. You know, that's all important stuff. But there is a danger when it comes to this sort of thing that people can get hurt or killed, you know, which might have been the case here, if not done properly.
4: Now, think about this, Chris. When you started this 20 years ago, uh, you were catching guys that were just in chat rooms. Now you have uh, Facebook and
1: you have Snapchat. You you can't even... You can't even keep track of it all. What advice
2: would
4: you give parents about social media?
1: I think you have to have an age-appropriate discussion very early on, the very moment that your child is on social media. uh, It starts with there are adults on social media, on the Internet, who like to trick kids. Kids don't like to be tricked, and it starts there. And you have to ramp it up uh, and monitor what they're doing and who they're talking to. It is alarming how many cases we've reported on across the country, where the contact is started on, on a uh, social media platform we think is relatively safe. Um, Instagram, for instance, you know, where, you know, they should be chatting with their friends and sharing photos, but you know, the predators know this and we used to be able to catch them all in, you know, three different areas mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, MySpace, uh, chat rooms on AOL and Yahoo. Well, today, you can't even keep up with the number of social media mm-hmm. platforms upon which adults can, can reach out to children. And so, while it's more diffuse and harder to, to, to find people or harder to, harder to catch people than it was 20 years ago, there's more activity, I would argue, now than ever before.
4: Mm-hmm. What, what platform would you say is the
1: most dangerous for kids? It's hard to say. I mean, each one of them has the potential of being dangerous. Mm. But anything where, um, you know, a chat can disappear, anything where uh, it's hard to monitor... Um, anything where, you know, the there's no verification of of the individuals engaging in the chats, you know, that all creates an extra level of danger. But each one of them, you know, there's a horrible case up in Genesee County, Michigan near Flint, where a uh, 12 year old girl was lured out of her family's home and uh, taken to a hotel and abused and and, uh, in all kinds of different ways. And they they found the guy down in Florida, but he had Created this relationship with a twelve-year-old girl from his computer, down in his mother's house in Florida, flew up and engaged with this this uh, young girl, and again in a in a space that should be pretty safe on Instagram. Man, wow. Scar- it's a scary out there. It, well, it, it is. And the other thing, the other thing we're working on, and we've got a big documentary coming up uh, that we're producing at True Blue, is this sextortion issue where the young men are being tricked by con people, you know, half a world away and Western Africa or Eastern Europe to send, you know, sexually explicit photos of themselves. And then they're blackmailed. And in their 15, 16-year-old minds, they they can't see their way through it. And they end up committing suicide. It's oh horrible. horrible. And so we've got cases like this all over the country. And we highlight one in northern Michigan, up in Marquette County, uh, where they actually were able to team up with the FBI, the Sheriff's Department up there, Greg Seibert, and and make an arrest in Nigeria and have these guys extradited to Michigan to face charges, which is a first, to my knowledge, in any of these cases. But, you know, it's it's it's, it's again, you know, these kids can't see their way out of it sometimes in these extortion cases because they think their world's coming apart. They're so tightly uh, wound up in their social media identity that, you know, they they can't see an out to it. And at the end of the day, nobody cares you know, they didn't need to do this. And it's all the good kids who are doing it because they're afraid their images will ruined. So, you know, what we do with these stories is we try to take people inside, you know, the commission of a crime and, and, and let them experience it and get inside the mind of a predator and, you know, hear the voice of a victim and hopefully – um, help people not to become victims of predators, whether it's, you know, these cases or financial crimes or any other stuff.
4: Well, plug the uh, plug the network one more time. It's True Blue. So
1: the, True Blue, it's T-R-U-B-L-U. You can get all the information. Watch TrueBlue.com. We've got our fast channels coming out later this month. We've got multiple documentaries that are going to be on True Blue, Blue and other platforms as well. So it's, it's, a, it's an exciting time. We've been up about uh 10 months now and uh we're getting ready to take it to the next level so i'm very excited it's nice to own the content own yeah. the distribution of the content and and do what i know people want to see from me and my team
4: and also listen to the predators i've caught with chris hansen podcast yeah it's really it's a, the, each episode's like 20 30 minutes long it's very good
1: yeah and uh in fact i'm going to uh Head to the studio in about an hour and do the next episode. So, well, there he is. The great, the great Chris
4: Hansen. We appreciate you taking the time. Well, uh, so thank you we'll talk for to having me. Here. Always
1: a pleasure to be out at St. Louis.
4: Uh, all right, there he is. Chris Hansen, everybody. Hey, hey. Hey. Zudo show,
2: Fantastic. Wow.
4: Wow. I wish we had more time, actually. got to fit in these commercials. Gotta do it. Gotta, gotta fit in the commercials. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Moon's got
0: sports next. Happy birthday, Riz. It's David Keckner and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show right here on 105.7. The Point. Do you get it?
4: All right. Welcome back to the show. Last thing, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got?
3: Sports presented by DraftKings, at Casino Queen. Think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings, at Casino Queen Sportbooks. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, the Blues assigned four players to AHL affiliate Springfield and waived another four, trimming their roster to the necessary 23 man group before today's deadline of 4 o'clock. Uh, we got forwards uh, Bold. Is it Bold Duck? How do you say that? B-O-L-D-U-C. Sent down? Yes.
4: Oh, who cares who sent down? But when's opening day?
3: All right. Opening day is Saturday. There we go. Yeah, we got forwards Kairu, Thomas, Shen, Buchnevich. Sod, Hayes, Kapanen, uh, Vrana, Toropchenko, Blaze, Neighbors, Alexandrov, and Sunquist. Defensemen: Falk, Krug, Pareko, Letty, Scandella, Bobby Bortz, Bortuzzo, Tucker, and uh, Perunovic. And Bennington and Ho- uh, Hofer uh, will be the goaltenders st louis city sc midfielder indiana indiana vasilev is among 23 players called up to the u.s olympic team training in phoenix that's super cool it's a first step in preparations for the 2024 olympics the team will play two matches while in camp against mexico on wednesday and then against japan on october 17th while city sc will be training this week it does not play again until october 21st so vasilev shouldn't miss that game 20- so is, that,
4: is that the start of the playoffs then Oh, they uh, still, still got regular season no
3: now. that is the last is that the last one we may we might have one or two matches left i think that whatever and end of the season uh regular season ends at the uh, end of october that might be the second to last mm. or the last one olympics men tournament is an under 23 event restricted to players born get this after J- january 1st 2001 teams are allowed to use three over age players by the way so that'll be interesting Uh, Baltimore Orioles and Texas Rangers fans may have gotten a bit more than they bargained for at Camden Yards on Saturday during the American League Division Series Game 1. A man wearing a tiny piece of clothing (laughs) ran out onto the field during the eighth inning, was immediately tackled and taken off by security and police officers. The most interesting part of the darn near streaker. What was he wearing? He was a tiny little uh, bikini. Loincloth? And the little loincloth said, virginity rocks. Ah. My people. Emblazoned across his groin is how it read. (laughs) Uh, it's the same guy. You're naked. Let's go, yeah. Let's go over to the uh pick'em challenge currently.
6: All right, here
4: we go.
3: We are in the lead team-wise by two, 37 to 35, leading our team. Myself uh, with nine. All right, baby. Boom. 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 In second place, Rafe with eight. Oh.
7: Yeah. Followed
3: by King Scott with seven. And What's that? Learn with ah, seven. Yeah. Where, where, am I? where am I? And Riz with six. Oh, no. You all three have the Packers.
2: Fire up the film because your
3: ass is getting
2: oh, shot. When you tomorrow?
3: Why?
4: Because the game we normally do it on Tuesdays. Uh, you,
5: are right what what kind of you are gun happy, man. You love
2: pants? shooting the oh, man. The man,
4: the man what, lost. What pants do you have we
3: on.
7: normally do it on Tuesdays.
3: Only when Monday matters.
7: Is he wearing cloth pants?
3: Oh. You want to be a dick? Oh. All right, let's go. How did you let's turn you it. losing on me? <laughs>
4: because <laughs> normally yeah. it's done on Tuesday. No, but normally if you wanna... normally
5: oh, we do it when you, you lose. normally what I say, there's
4: normally.
3: <laughs> We're going to
5: play do a bitch tomorrow. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh-uh, I'm not gonna shoot you. He's upset. No, you don't get to He's upset. yell at me. He's upset. No. no, 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 we gotta do it now. Let's do it. I'm well somebody
3: else somebody else can shoot go. him.
5: He's ready. You write it, I'll read no, it. We're gonna do it. Don't write it!
3: No, gun. you don't get you don't get to yell at me and then have me. Give me the gun, no. I'll shoot Yeah, him. let her shoot you. We'll no, see what she
7: happens. She's a good aim. She's good at No? No, give it to him.
2: Don't yell
4: at me. Give it to him. Why? Oh, he's Go, fired it's up. It's not you nice take to be... So, Moon, just take hey, it. Take, we we <laughs> <laughs> Moon, take it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: take a seat, <laughs> learn. What? This it, is Moon's oh, oh, job. I'll fill it the dead it, air. No, 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 no. Three, no, no, two.
3: No, that's not the
4: right... Okay, hit it. This is not right.
3: It didn't come out. Oh, no. Now you know how it feels. Oh, man. I just handed it over. You yelled at me. All right, Don't yell at me.
4: Go. We're doing it tomorrow. Oh. Stop, oh.
5: it. <laughs> Stop, All that excitement. Me. Give me the all whip. You need to hold it like scissors by the, what if is you're it, the shoot barrel? you
3: today, which is fine. Make sure the gun's ready to go. You said it wasn't fine. I would have had it ready.
5: Oh, I think we all should take Man. a Stop,
3: hit. please. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because Riz is a sore loser. Oh. Screw you.
5: <laughs> Boom goes the, no? No. Okay. Boom, goes, Boom the goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs>
3: No. I got to yell.
6: Hey, Harry Carrey here. <laughs> I bang
4: doggies. <laughs> wine. Blue Star Thursday.
3: Hey, by the way, let's finish this. Right now, their team is down by two and all has the Packers. Two of us have the Raiders. Three of us have the Packers. Meaning, if the Packers win, it's tied overall. Uh-huh. And we'll see, I guess, with the tiebreakers and however the system shakes it out. If the Raiders win... um, Myself and Rafe, we gain, gain another point, and the team and definitively win. wins. Definitively so wins. for the Raiders tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody.
6: <sighs> I thought I'd say that
4: in my life. Let's but, go yeah. Raiders. All right, uh, that's it. Good? That's it. One final break. We'll come back and wrap around. To the show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. I do want to thank, uh, first off, uh, Chris Hansen. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. you uh, also, Trimlight Southeast Missouri, uh, their sponsor in my head this week. Trimlight, an innovative patented lighting system that allows customers to have permanent exterior lighting professionally installed on their homes and businesses, eliminating the hassle and worry of hanging Christmas lights or holiday lights ever again. Uh, Trimlight Southeast Missouri made a generous donation to the Song Society. So, so cool. So thank you, Trimlight. <laughs> TrimlightSimo.com. TrimlightSimo.com. And if you want to get one of our heads uh, sponsored by your business, just send us an email. ratio 1057 thepointcom We'll forward it along to the powers that be the, the right people. Like, Rafe's big head is available. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get twice the head yeah. for the same price? That's a good deal. So, wear your hat all week. It'll be on camera. We'll give your business a couple plugs a day. All right, blog and podcast, all there for 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today's podcast title is...
3: Chris Hansen says his famous line. That's it, that's the title.
4: That's the title? Cool. That's the title. (laughs) All right, uh, anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No. That's Uh, it. That's it. That's it, that's it, that's it. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member today, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor Team Riz. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from O'Fallon, Missouri. Jeremy Hale is out
1: The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.